Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag3, whoever he is. Get your clothes, fascist ass out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this is is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international over to Perkins. <laughs> got my stimulus check. Come on. I might buy a TV with my stimulus check. Don't nobody call me. I got my stimulus Don't check. Nobody call you can tell me. I'm balling with my stimulus <laughs> check. <laughs> that's not hyperbole. I need you. Because here's the point. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. Holy fucking shit, you guys! That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. That will make this Independence Day something truly special. <laughs> you are fake news. Are you serious? I thought this was America. Isn't this America? Very fake news. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. I will eat your ass. I'll do it. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. My children aren't going hungry. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. Congratulations to both of you. You're awesome. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show, frankly the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is the Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Happy Pie Day and beware the Ides of March. And apparently for both of us, beware Daylight Savings Time, too. I I don't know why it hit me extra hard this year. It seems like it hit you extra hard. If you're suffering from the hours change, suffer with us. It was, it was weird. I felt like off all day today. Yep. Guess I'm not much of a creature of habit that one hour will totally just throw my internal clock all the way off. But uh, a ton of stuff to talk about tonight. And quickly, I, I sent out the stream. Once again, DLive is not accepting it. So I thought DLive, as we're going to get to in a moment, had, has had a moment of redemption. But I can't get the stream to DLive. So, so we're not even streaming on DLive right now. No, although in theory we will be able to. But <sighs> head on over to Trovo if you're a DLive person who can't hear this. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we, uh, items on the agenda tonight. Uh, a lot of different things. I want to talk about the the irony of Joe Biden promising a government approved Independence Day if you plebs uh, dare to take the shot. Then you'll get uh, what's due to you. Uh, and you can have a modest celebration with maybe just a few select friends and family over at your house for a barbecue. And uh, speaking of government overreach, man, or just inappropriate roles for government, blue check military accounts and Pentagon personnel go after Tucker Carlson for his wrong think about women in the military. 
maybe they are going to come to kick down our doors after all. It's just, will they have strong enough legs to kick down the doors when they get there? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's the bright side that we can look forward to, I suppose. The House passed two gun control bills this week, and Dianne Feinstein has reintroduced her assault weapons ban as well. All three face a lot of difficulty in becoming a law. But it, it would only take a few cracks at this point to get it done. And the cracks are forming both in some Republican members of Congress and in theoretical blockages of getting rid of the uh, the filibuster. So uh, not an impossibility. Plus, uh, among the insurrections that don't count, they continue on the West Coast uh, uh, after the uh, or on the one year anniversary of the Breonna Taylor death. And then we have some hoax hate to close. Maybe not hoax hate. In the strict sense, but uh, they both count hoax hoax accusation of drawing Muhammad that led to a guy getting beheaded in France. What a little bitch. I I hope she has a little bit of guilt (laughs) lingering. I hope she I hope her parents put her in a timeout to think about what she's done for. (laughs) Yeah, I think spanking would be fine in this situation. Uh, yeah, hey, we could. That's a that's a good point for that debate. Maybe we'll get yeah. there. You get your teacher beheaded, I think. Spanking right? earned. Spanking earned. And we will, of course, check in with super chats on YouTube, Tippy Stream, Trovo, and theoretically D Live, once again. But I guess not tonight. In between topics, ten bucks is up on the Sunday show because we are no good lowdown money grabbers. We'll take as many as we can before 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be all this and more on your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. Don't forget, the show store is up and running. We have t-shirts. We have mugs. We have hats. We have stickers. We have everything. Last week, I mentioned the Defensively Susan shirts, and they went flying off the shelves this week. So. <laughs> If you're interested in a defensively Susan t-shirt or other item, those are available. Plus, of course, we have special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is our friends over at Phoenix Ammunition. Uh, We're going to talk looming gun control later in the show, as I mentioned. If you're one of those people looking to get armed before Joe and company make it a little tougher, or maybe you're someone still scrambling to stock up on your ammo supply, your best bet for ammo right now is our friends at Phoenix until they get shut down for not wearing masks or for refusing to serve Joe Biden supporters or whatever else. But for now they are still pumping out as much ammunition as they possibly can. And I frequently get emails that say, Hey Matt, I checked the ammo company that you promote and their website says they're all out. How can I get some? Well, that of course is because demand remains historically high. So the supply sells out within minutes. Yeah. You gotta wait. You gotta be there. You got to make an appointment. Basically, I'm going to give you a step by step for how you can get this done. If you are looking for in particular, nine millimeter, five, five, six other common calibers they are putting out. Uh, what you want to do is head over to Phoenix ammo dot com. F E N I X ammo dot com. You want to scroll down to the very bottom there and sign up for the newsletter that will get you an email notification for when stock is going to become available. You can also head on over to Twitter and follow at Phoenix ammunition. Similar stock notifications are posted there. They will let you know when the ammo will become available. Then you got to set yourself an alarm or a reminder (laughs) for that time, maybe five minutes beforehand. Uh, And keep in mind, it does take a few minutes to complete the transaction. So what you should do when you're signing up for the newsletter at Phoenix, create an account on the website, preload all of your information, all your shipping details. If you can preload your payment information, that's great. And then when the time comes, you just need a few clicks 
to complete your ammunition order. And in theory, you will have that ammunition shipping to your door. Although, yes, it is frustrating to have to race other customers. Yes, ammo prices have increased over the last year. But believe me, nobody is working harder to get uh, ammo out at the fastest pace at the lowest possible price than the Phoenix team. And nobody is going to bat harder for your Second Amendment rights as well these days. If you do pick up ammo from Phoenix, use promo code MCLISTENER. That'll get you 5% off as well. That's promo code MCLISTENER for 5% off at phoenixammo.com. You can find everything from Phoenix, plus other great deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Charity Swipes, Hero Soap Company, Sonoran Defense Technologies, and more. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Had some meetups this week, including at a uh, cigar lounge in Portland. Antifa has not got this cigar lounge yet. That's nice to see. Is that dude wearing a Biden Harris shirt? That must be a joke. I th- I think so. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't quite tell. Is it just a sign or is it an actual shirt? I actually can't tell. It's a shirt. Hmm. Hmm. Glad to see there's still some remaining sanity in that city. You guys have a lot yeah, of really. uh, you guys have a lot to hold together. So good luck. <laughs> Uh, Watertown, South Dakota. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Gotta say, excellent wardrobe choices. Fantastic picks. Although, I'm not matching in plaid tonight, and I guess neither are you, but... Nope. Still, much approved. And uh, one more in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Cool. I spy a show hoodie on the left. Another excellent nice. uh, wardrobe choice. If you would like to network with other show listeners in your area, the community page to do that is on the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. One more really quick item here before we hop into uh, some news. And that is that DLive in theory was back or at least uh, sort of was after some redemption. I guess this will apply to the stream going forward. But after the Capitol riot, recall that DLive just said nothing and changed its monetization policy such that if you talk politics like we do, super chats are gone. You can't do them anymore. That, of course, pissed off us and pissed off our audience. So every a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people bailed to Trovo and elsewhere. And now, uh, well, DLive got a lot of pushback for that, obviously. And now DLive is changing the rules again. I guess they've seen the error in their ways and they've come crawling back to us. Now they say that... Uh, you can talk politics and super chat, but you're a mature rated show and you won't get featured on the front page of the website. Oh, okay. I mean, Thanks. I, Thanks a lot. I, I don't care about being featured on the front page of their website, I guess. So when the system works and DLive isn't having technical issues like it is right now, we will continue to stream on DLive and uh, we'll read your chats there if you send them. I'm not happy with DLive, but these days the game is uh, who do you hate the least, not who do you love. So... <sighs> For some people, that's DLive. They hate them the least. Is that the game we're playing now? This sucks. What's their plan? They're going to get as you as good as YouTube, and then they're going to be they're going to have to censor everybody. What's the plan here? Well, for a little while, they were they were more censorship happy than than YouTube, which was just baffling because you guys understand half the reason for your success is people's dissatisfaction with places like YouTube. But more than half, ninety percent. Maybe that's why they backed off this. But yeah. well, tonight's not the night for DLive, I guess. I'm sorry about that, guys, but I hope you have found a place for the stream elsewhere. And my apologies for the technical issues. Anyway, let's get to some news items. Uh, I, as the show has gone on, you know, I've long been a critic or a person who cautions against mob justice. 
And I, I will maintain that position, but every once in a while, a mob does get it right or pretty close to right. Have you seen this clip in Brazil? A woman had her phone stolen by a man passing. So this guy's passing by on his bike. He steals her phone. No need for police to get involved. Apparently good Samaritans on the street uh, took care of the issue for her. Check this out. That'll do it. That's a start. The guy still runs away. I, I don't know if his bike got wrecked. <laughs> like attempted drop kick. Good for them. I don't know uh, what happened to the guy after that, and I don't know if law enforcement got involved, but... Uh, that driver was really on it. It was fast. Real it wasn't fast. just the aggression of the move, it's the quickness of the reaction. Yeah. Within yeah. seconds after he snatches the phone, he's getting sideswiped by some car coming out of the sidewalk. Anyway, uh, speaking of not needing government sometimes, or all the time, I feel really stupid for entertaining this idea last week, retrospectively at least. The idea that maybe uh, Texas was onto something by working on legislation to punish social media platforms for ideological censorship. It's gonna, yes, I was going to caution you. This is extremely dangerous Susan bait. We'll have to God be help our, me. our best behavior. But recall Governor Greg Abbott was supporting such a bill that he that if if social media companies ideologically censor in Texas they were going to face punishment from the state. And uh, I had begrudgingly thought, okay, if we're doing this in pursuit of constitutional principles, maybe some government intervention isn't all that bad. And then Greg Abbott turned around by Wednesday and showed you exactly why it's bad to trust these people with such authority. Um, As I mentioned, (laughs) extremely dangerous Susan bait. But Greg Abbott posted a video on Twitter accusing Gab, the platform Gab, of being anti-Semitic, saying they have no place in Texas and that he's supporting a new law to fight anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitic platforms like Gab have no place in Texas and certainly do not represent (sighs) Texas values. What does represent Texas values is legislation like this by Representative King and Representative Coleman that fights anti-Semitism in Texas. All I know is there's nothing funny about that at all, Susan, at all in any way. There were no jokes made about um, Greg Abbott not standing for anything. There were no jokes about him being on a roll before this happened. And there's nothing to joke about as far as the choice of flags behind what is supposed to be a a piece of American legislation. Oy vey. Nothing funny about that. At all. I just want to clarify. Um, God help me. Do you do this just so that I nearly explode? I- it's Do I do it? You have to ask Greg <laughs> Abbott. Bottom line, I, I don't know why. Well, it, I can't oh. think of any reason to trust this sort of person any more than I would trust uh, Susan Wiki Wiki, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, any of the rest of them. Uh, these are people who all claim to support free speech until they encounter a piece of speech that they don't like. And I'm not going to trust them whether they're wearing a government suit or not. 
Mm. But but here's the thing. It's almost I, as if somebody else is behind all of this. <laughs> go on. Um, no. To be no. fair, I, I did look into the bill in question because he doesn't explain it in the video. I thought, what the hell's the bill? Is it the ban gab bill or something? What is this? All it is is a stupid bill to create the Texas Commission on Anti-Semitism, which would be a governor appointed board that would investigate anti-Semitism and advise the governor and the Texas legislature. So why it's necessary to say, hey, Gab is a pile of shit. Also, here's an unrelated bill. I have no idea what the connection there was or why that's even necessary. But that's what he did. Well, Somebody has something on him or he just wanted to show his support for his overlords. <laughs> well, uh, not much news yet out of the uh, Derek Chauvin trial in Minneapolis. Is it over? Okay. We're moving on. Okay. We'll see if Susan allows it. Uh, jury selection is underway. The opening statements won't begin until March 29th at the earliest. So it's mostly quiet for the moment, other than the murder that happened at George Floyd Memorial Square, which I talked about in the last video. Anyway, um, we will see if the uh, prosecution can secure a conviction of Derek Chauvin on murder and manslaughter charges. But whatever happens criminally, George Floyd's family members are now millionaires. Thanks to a civil settlement with the city on Friday, the city of Minneapolis agreed to pay the family $27 million. This was a settlement to a federal lawsuit the family filed last summer, and the city just agreed to pay up. And why wouldn't they? They're on George Floyd's side. That's so obscene. Everybody has a family member that they would sell out for $27 million. I mean, extended family. My parents are watching downstairs. Not you guys. You're cool. (laughs) You're safe. $27 $27 million, like like all of us don't have a cousin we don't like or something? Well, and it's it's your money that's paying for it, too. So the city's yeah. on his side, and also they get to pay the family with your money. So who really gives that a shit? That is absurd. Yeah. So uh, well, that's uh, there won't be any worries about money in the Floyd household for a little while. I bet the uh, the parties are going to be lit. The parties that are thrown <laughs> with, with that bag of cash. We gon' be rich. <laughs> the uh, the speaking of uh, legal proceedings, the um, the trial for Kyle Rittenhouse has been delayed seven months to November and could be delayed even further. The assistant DA Thomas Binger Binger says both sides need more time before the trial, citing quote a number of outstanding issues, including DNA testing. So why on earth does DNA testing need to be done? We have video footage of exactly know. what happened. Yeah, I have no idea. But uh, Kyle is going to remain a free man out on, uh, you know, certain probationary terms until then, presumably. Throw the but, book uh, at that kid. But um, yeah, so we'll have to wait until at least the late fall to get some answers about how that's going to go. All right. Really quick, because we've talked way more Cuomo than I have ever wanted to in the last few shows. Oh, but there are I updates should... in Cuomo world. Sort of. I mean, I tried to um, read that New York Mag article and it was so like the Atlantic long. Hmm. I was halfway through. I was like, nope, (laughs) I'm not reading this. It's more of the same, though. It's these uh, kind of nebulous allegations like um, not necessarily sexual harassment, but like he was a little creepy. So seven more women have basically accused him of the same stuff that he's been accused of in the past. Okay. Like touching the lower back or asking about dating and things like that. Um, there's this huge New York mag story from former state house reporter, Jessica Bakeman. And she says Cuomo touched her inappropriately while posing for a photograph. And she believes 
It was intended to make her feel uncomfortable. The quote is, it's not that Cuomo spares men in his orbit from his trademark bullying and demeaning behavior, but the way he bullies and demeans women is different. Most of the article, at least from what I could tell, was um, just saying that he surrounded himself with hot women that were right out of college. Hmm. Okay. Um, Shocking. I can't believe thing. it. I know. Yeah. Um, this is what women want when they entered the workforce, right? Um, this impeachment thing could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Well, the majority of uh, the the New York congressional delegation is now out in favor of him going away. It sounds like they might have. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. So he's. Yeah. They might. They might. Did you see this AOC tweet? tweet uh, no. Saying, what did she say? She just straight up was like, he he needs to resign or we should impeach him. Hmm. Um, so he is the subject right now of an impeachment investigation after all of these, um, allegations, but it sounds like just the sexual harassment allegations. I, I I'm not even sure that anybody cares about the nursing homes. Hmm. Um, the New York assembly is overwhelmingly controlled by Democrats. Uh, the party holds 106 of 150 seats, 76 votes are needed to impeach him. So, uh, yeah, it, it could happen. Um, and if the assembly votes to impeach the Lieutenant governor, a chick, a Democrat from Buffalo becomes governor stripping Cuomo of his decision-making abilities. He then would go to trial held by the New York Senate, which would be made up of the senators and the judges of the court of appeals. Um, and he'd have to be found guilty by two thirds of the state Senate and Democrats hold 43 of 63 seats in legislative chamber. So so yeah, it, it could happen. I don't know that they're going to do this. I think he, eventually he's going to resign. He's said repeatedly he refuses, but pu- public pressure over time does have its effect. Uh, in the CNN report here, it says 50 Democratic lawmakers, so state legislators in New York are calling for his resignation. If you assume that means they would support Im- impeachment or removal from office, that's cl- what do they need? 75 in the New York State Assembly to bring the charges to the Senate? Uh, yep. So they're getting close. The numbers are forming. Uh, if they're not there already, they might be in short order. We shall see. Uh, I want to say congratulations to Joe Biden. Uh, he's continually setting presidential records. Most executive orders to start a term. Uh, most time as president without a press conference, at least to start the term. Still alive against all odds. Allegedly. Fastest presidential Mario Mario Kart time, as the (laughs) Luigi character, at least. And now, most kids in cages, or at least what used to be called kids in cages, and now now they're called, uh, whatever, I forget what the Washington Post called them, migrant facilities for children. Things that were called Nazi camps a year ago. I think the term they're using in this report is, they are grim steel and concrete cells built for adults. Oh, okay. That sounds kind of cagey to me. But uh, the numbers are 8,500 migrant teens and children who cross the border without their parents are being housed at these DHS shelters on the border with nearly 3,500 more stuck at at Border Patrol stations waiting for beds in these facilities. For perspective, the highest number at any point under Trump was 2,600. So that is under a third of the current total. Hmm. There are a lot of great aged blue check tweets being relieved upon Joe Biden's inauguration that this policy was now dead and those who committed these atrocities in the past would be prosecuted. Yet here we are setting new records in that arena. Good for Joe. Wow. Yep. Uh, Brian Stelter. Something right. 
had an interesting moment this week. CNN's uh, Brian Stelter. I often joke that our show is uh, a duct tape production. It's a little rough around the edges and the hamster wheel spins just fast enough to keep the show going each and every week. But I now realize that we might, in fact, be more professional than the alleged professionals, at least insofar as we actually wear pants. At least I do. I don't know, I don't know about you, but I could show you the jeans I'm wearing as proof. Uh, CNN's Brian Stelter revealed this week that uh, he sometimes does not. If it is successful, guys. Very cool. We love it, Will. Next time he wore pants. But hey, I can relate. Uh, this was me live on CNN with just two minutes notice talking with Wolf Blitzer about Trump's Twitter account being banned. Yeah, these are uh. the professionals <laughs> handling their jobs very seriously to jump on CNN with Wolf Blitzer not wearing pants from the house with uh, what would be a shitty setup by YouTube standards, let alone CNN standards. I'm fine with this. If you have a job where you don't have to wear pants, then you've chosen the correct profession. Well, I guess I don't. I guess I'm not going to lecture people what they choose to wear in their own home. But here here's my issue with this. And it's not even a Brian Stelter thing. The other guy did it, too. But why bother with the professional facade? Why wear the the tie and the collared shirt and the jacket with no pants? If you're going to be a slob, just be a slob. Why no, fake because you can have the appearance of not being a slob while still being a slob south of the border. It's perfect. No, I, I think that that's uh, if, if you're if you're going to be a slob, don't deceive. Just be honest no. about who you are. You're wrong about this. Uh-uh. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian Stelter should have been spanked as a child. That much is clear. Would have solved everything. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, OK, I want to talk about. um whether Lord Biden will allow us to have Independence Day, uh, Independence Day celebrations, maybe allow is the wrong word. That's not exactly what he said, but whether he will bless our Independence Day celebrations, whether he will approve of them. Joe Biden gave his first primetime address to the country on Thursday night, and I was speculating that uh, was proof that uh, the deep fake technology was good to go, that they had it all set up and they were ready. <laughs> but as far as I understand, this was real. It was not a Tom Cruise remake. Joe Biden actually stood at the podium and read successfully off the teleprompter for a few minutes. And the headlines about the speech are that Joe Biden is directing states to have the vaccine available to any adult who wants it by May 1st. That is basically the status quo of the trajectory already. I don't think there's a single state out there that heard what Joe Biden said and thought, that's a great idea. Why don't we do that? I mean, you already have the vaccine supply. You have a plan for who's going to get the vaccine when. This is just putting something out there to take credit for what was already the trajectory of the vaccine distribution. So I I don't really care about that. But what I do care about is is this moment where Biden said that if we're good little boys and girls and we get our vaccines, maybe just maybe we can have some small gatherings at the 4th of July. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. After this long, hard year, that will make this Independence Day something truly special, where we not only mark our independence as a nation, but we begin to mark our independence from this virus. On July 4th, with your loved ones, is the goal. 
But a goal, a lot can happen. Just keep dangling that carrot. Yeah, for real. Dragging what kind of along. idiot would get an mRNA vaccine so that they can have a hot dog with three family members? <laughs> are, are you serious? Yeah, I, I, there are so many questions here on the philosophy and the points of fact. Just philosophically, what kind of an idiot would allow the president of the United States or really anyone outside your family to direct your family's uh, activities within the home in this way? But if we look to government for permission for our independence, uh, we don't really have independence and there's nothing yeah. to celebrate. It's this is kind of. um, it, It's like if uh, if King George told the colonists to just keep paying taxes for a little while yeah. longer, because I swear there's boats of really awesome shit <laughs> coming off across the Atlantic. Right. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Well, at some point, uh, no, you're not going to you're not going to abuse our rights. You're not going to abuse us any longer. And if you're looking to government for permission to live your life as a free person, you're not really a free person, but you certainly have no business celebrating freedom or independence. If this were to happen, it would be the most ironic Independence Day of all time. Uh, and that and just if you if you if you live in fear until Joe Biden tells you that it's it's OK and it's safe now, um, life is going to pass you by and uh You'll never come out of that fear. I, I just can't imagine huddling in fear be- until this old man who's barely alive tells you it's okay. Yeah. I guess that's the life some people live and some people are, are choosing. But as far as the facts, keep in mind, 4th of July is four months out. Four months away from that currently. Cases and deaths are currently at five-month lows, and they're dropping like a rock weekly. This is because of a change in testing procedures anyway. Uh, they just did this to make it look favorable for the Biden administration. It was awfully coincidental that how that just lined up perfectly. But even to his point, uh, let's say you are vaccinated. Why the hell can't you meet with anyone you want in large groups? And I don't mean as far as your rights. I mean, from a scientific health based risk perspective, what the hell does the vaccine do if you can't meet in large groups or do whatever you want after you've received the vaccine. And also why would I get the vaccine? If you're telling me restrictions will still remain, what is the benefit of getting the vaccine? If the best I can hope for is Joe Biden will still have some questions about with whom I associate or party or do whatever I want. Because you'll still be able to move freely in society. Well, yeah, the ticket to it's the ticket to a, watered down version of society <laughs> that's that's what the vaccine will be as the detroit I mean, how Free Press long was until we we can't fly we can't we can't do anything I the mean. ideas are being floated mm-hmm. um and just th- just think about the timeline of this again this th- what he's talking about would be two months beyond the point at which any adult who wants the vaccine has access to the vaccine if that happens may 1st as he's uh directing states to do to me, that's a line in the sand. Not that I've been complying with a lot of this crap to start, but if you're telling me anyone who wants the vaccine can have the vaccine, I'm done. I'm not doing any more of this shit because if you're the sort of person who views it as too risky for you to accept, you can go down to whatever clinic and you can get the vaccine and you can make yourself more safe in your estimation. But it is not on the rest of us to alter our lives perpetually until Joe Biden says it's okay when you have the option and the opportunity to go get the vaccine whenever the hell you want. 
Exactly. I mean, we've said it so many times in the show, but this ends when we demand that it ends. Yeah. I'm not going to be given my basic freedoms as an individual for my senile president that got in illegally and I didn't vote for. So I don't I don't know what to say here. I mean, you want to get the stupid vaccine. You want it. You, is that really what you people want? Fine. Get it. Retards. Get it. I, I, that's a perfectly sensible compromise to me as someone who doesn't want the vaccine. Absolutely have at it. If you want it, go for it. But now we're talking about this bizarre arrangement where you, you get the vaccine, but you still get to dictate other people's lives. That's not yeah. part of the deal. That was never part of the deal. And it brings into question what the hell is the point of the vaccine if that is the deal. And no matter what happens on 4th of July, it's not going to be happening at Mount Rushmore. It sounds like yeah. at least the fireworks, which sucks. Because I was um, that's one of the ideas we were talking about for Fourth of July this year was maybe we'd go check out fireworks at Mount Rushmore if they happen. I've never done it, but it sounds cool. Do they do that every year? They had been. Apparently, they didn't do it under Obama. It definitely happened last year because the president spoke at Mount Rushmore. And I think it happened during the prior years of his term. And they wanted to do it again this year. But the National Park Service has denied South Dakota's request to have a. Uh, a fireworks show on 4th of July, they were citing, they cite safety factors, the national park service in combination with the pandemic as reason to ban the fireworks show, even though they had one last year and nothing bad happened, whatever. So Christy Nome is fighting on that front. We'll see if anything, um, see if anything comes of it. Do like her. Uh, well, she, she had, <laughs> I, I do, I do a lot. She had some, she had some celebrations of International Women's Day this week that kind of turned me off a no! little bit. Yeah. What did she do? Well, it was sort of weird. It's a it's a kind of a paradox where she's out. She signed some bills to protect women's sports, as in biological males won't participate, okay. which is great. I don't have a problem with that. But it was framed in this International Women's Day framing that's kind of because it, it's sort of. It's it's granting feminist premises that was a little annoying. Granted, this is ticky tack stuff. I'm not saying okay, that okay. I'm that I have a huge problem with Christy Nome. The only thing that's kind of annoying is when you sort of grant leftist premises to make the argument, which is sort of what she was doing. Hmm. But I'm probably being overly picky. Okay, I would take her over my my governor that we had uh, during the pandemic, or pretty much any governor in this country. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of the um, this, uh, you know, this warping philosophy on what the individual's relationship with the government should be, we're we're increasingly granting the premise that government gives us freedom, <laughs> as opposed to freedom being a, a natural right that government exists to uphold and protect. CNN tweeted this week that the CDC is giving quote limited freedoms to people who are fully vaccinated, giving limited freedoms. Upon completion of the vaccination, as though freedom comes from the CDC and not God or nature or some sort of source that pre-exists the government itself, as though the only reason we have freedom is because the CDC or some other government office has said so. And in fairness to the CDC, they didn't say that CNN characterized it in that way. But the more our philosophy warps on this and we view our rights as given by government as opposed to pre-existing government and protected yeah. by government. The worse this is going to get. And these guidelines from the CDC were just nonsensical anyway. The CDC had said that fully vaccinated people still shouldn't travel. Why? Uh, trust the science, they always say. But um, what the hell science is that? To the credit of this CNN reporter, he actually asked Dr. Fauci, 
what is the science that supports this recommendation? And Dr. Fauci said in a very fancy way, uh, we make it up as we go. What's the science behind not saying it's safe for people who have been vaccinated, receive two doses to travel? You know, that's a very good question, John. And, and the CDC is carefully heading in that direction. They're being careful, understandably. They want to get science. They want to get data. And then when you don't have the data and you don't have the actual evidence, then you've got to make a judgment call. And I think that's what you're going to be seeing in the next weeks. You're going to see little by little more and more guidelines getting people to be more and more flexible. Guidelines making people more flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's gone from trust the science to trust the judgment calls. And these are the judgment call, uh, judgment calls from the guy who admitted to lying about masks for your own good. The guy who admitted to lying about uh, what his views on how much herd immunity is necessary for your own good. On multiple occasions, he has admitted, I I, I uh, exaggerate the truth or alter my presentation of my beliefs because I believe it, because I think it'll get you to behave the way that I want you to. And now he's up there talking about judgment calls instead of the science. You're perfectly entitled to your own judgment call, but are you entitled to control the rights of the rest of us based on your judgment call? That's a pretty tall order. Everybody's just going to tolerate it though. So I guess the answer to that is yes. Yeah. At least uh, we have not seen significant resistance thus far. And there was another interesting uh, moment because to the point you're making, this is not going to, this is not going to die off until we make it die off. And elites in media and in government are now talking about not just the never ending nature of coronavirus, but the never ending nature of pandemics. In one of the most nonsensical questions I've ever heard asked Chuck Todd on meet the press this morning, asked Dr. Fauci given, given global warming, don't we expect pandemics to be around to keep coming around and keep perpetuating? And Dr. Fauci talked about the need for more global solutions and shock of shocks, more money for the science. You know, when you think about sadly having to prepare for this again, right? And I know there's a lot of folks who who think that, you know, due to climate change and due to the globalization oh. in general, it's inevitable we're going to deal with more and more viruses like this the biggest lesson you're you're going to take away to prepare for the next one we have to have a better global health security network of interconnectivity of communication of transparency we also have to have a continued investment in the science so keep the science up continue to support the public health infrastructure and remain global in our interactions I'm so sick of all this new speak. More interconnectivity <laughs> is going to reduce global pandemics. No, the obvious answer to that, if an actual global pandemic pandemic arises, is for everybody to stay in their own fucking countries. It, it the logic just isn't there, but the logic always points to give global elites more power, more also power. give them more yeah. money. It's funny how convenient that is. Seems like that might be the intent but cbs was a little more honest they just say uh when will covid19 end a year into the pandemic public health health experts say never here was that segment a little bit of it when is this finally going to end that's the question on everyone's minds after a full year living through the covid19 pandemic the new administration does not have a clear timeline we are not in a place where we can predict exactly when ah. everybody will feel normal again. When do I think things will get back to normal? 
I've been cautioned not to give an answer to that because we don't know for sure. But some public health experts say we do have an answer and you're not going to like it. COVID-19 is never going to end. You know, we've been told that this virus will disappear, but it will not. This is a virus like other viruses that's now part of our ecosystem. It's going to be around hassling us for the foreseeable future. And by that, I mean years. In fairness, I I get what they mean. They mean that coronavirus is like the flu or the measles, that it's a virus that can't totally be eradicated and it'll mutate. And so we have to learn to deal with it and manage our lives. That is what they mean. I think that's what that doctor means. But cynically and politically, uh, it'll never end because we as a society showed just how easily we can be controlled. Why, Why would you bother with invasion or conquering a country when you can just propagandize and yeah get people to surrender their lives themselves which is effectively what we've what we've engaged in and and we just won't stop i mean every week it's chronicles in another layer of this and throughout this last year i've thought okay this is probably going to be the line in the sand where most people are like that's it i'm out i'm not doing this i mean here's not that it's anecdotal it's one person's op-ed but the, it just keeps pushing to new levels this was in the detroit free press this week editorial headline in post-pandemic era let's make vaccination the price of admission to public life well at least they're being honest we're just gonna have a two-tiered society where you have vaccinated people and you have the underlings and uh a few, some some of this uh, piece reads Should we be patient with those who resist being vaccinated or pressure them to overcome their hesitation? Should we be sympathetic or scolding, tolerant or exclusionary rather than being punitive per se? This author thinks that it's it's the most reasonable to block you from certain public accommodations. So he writes, it seems reasonable to restrict some privileges like the use of airplanes and public transit to those who've made a reasonable effort to get vaccinations. The government has spent billions of dollars to provide at least until the vaccinated outnumber the hesitant by a margin substantial enough to uh, arrest transmission. Okay. Do I do, do I get a deduction in my taxes then? If, if the point yeah. is no, <laughs> <laughs> that public accommodations get to block me. Okay. If you want to, if you want to disassociate, really disassociate and stop taking my money. Maybe we could reach an agreement that way, but of course that's not it. I I have to be, and we have to be stolen from and also blocked from the public accommodations we paid for. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot was coming though. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I would like to think the airlines won't go this far, but I bet definitely will. 100%. I don't think you're going to have masks not required on airplanes possibly ever again. Yeah. I don't think we're going back. No concerts. That's a thing of the past. I bet eventually we won't even be able to shop at grocery stores. I'll tell you what, no matter how hard this makes my life, I'm not getting that fucking vaccine. I will not get it. I'm not getting it. This is a matter of principle. Now it doesn't matter how many research papers come out and say that it's safe. I'm I'm just not taking it. I I will not be told to take this. I'm not going to, I'm not afraid of coronavirus. I'm not going to take the vaccine. I will become a farmer and totally self-sufficient <laughs> I before I will do this. And most frustratingly, the CDC also a little more quietly released important data that shows what, what we probably should have been doing all along to get over this, which is self-care, yeah. just being in generally good health. 
we keep talking about vaccines and isolation and all these artificial mechanisms to try to control the virus. Very, not very often have we talked about ways that we can keep ourselves in good health so that we're not as susceptible to the virus. The CDC released uh, an analysis on Monday that found that 78% of those hospitalized with coronavirus between March and September, uh, March and December rather of last year were overweight or obese. Now, sometimes I'm a little cautious with these claims because overweight as a term can mean somebody who's five pounds overweight, not drastically. You dig into the data on this, though, 50% of the people who were hospitalized. So most of that 78% were obese. So those are people with a a, a 30 BMI or higher as far as the, CD, the CDC defines it. And now, ironically, the CDC recommends... Uh, community access to physical activities. So what were we doing? Closing gyms for so many months. I know. Bottom line, there's, there's nothing better anybody could have done for themselves to fight coronavirus than to maintain a healthy weight. But pretty much nobody was talking about that. Instead, we were told stay inside and get fat. And that's about yeah. the worst possible thing that you could do. So, uh, that's, that's frustrating. Um, Lastly, before we move on to some other topics, I I didn't want to devote a bunch of time to this because everybody pretty much saw it. But we do have to chronicle Biden's old man moments of the week. He uh, he forgot the name of his defense secretary and the Pentagon while giving a speech off of a teleprompter. I want to thank you both. And I want to thank the the the, uh, former general. I keep calling him general. My my uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about. And then he was touring this hardware store. I guess this hardware store got Corona bucks or some other government assistance. who was taking a look at how they're getting through the pandemic. And this was just like a moment prior. Remember when, when Biden was on stage and a, bu- and a bunch of reporters bombarded him with questions and he just had that confused deer in the headlights look before he backed away I? weirdly. Yeah. This was a somewhat similar moment. He looks confused deer in the headlights and then his handlers try to shoo away the reporters who are asking about kids in cages and other issues. They want to give a wave. I see him. Yeah. And we also have don't solar. jump. We need you. <laughs> my god it's like everybody's like come on grandpa joe let's get you a hot meal yeah let's go, let's go. oh this is so bad I yeah. feel sorry for him if he wasn't so evil. Who the hell's running the country? I did have a, a listener email that raised an important point to me in terms of that question, because it's it's tempting to think it's Kamala Harris. But keep in mind on the uh, the Syria bombing, Kamala Harris did not even know about it until after it happened. Really? Yeah. She was all pissed off about it. Hmm. So who is really pulling the strings on puppet Biden? I don't think it's Kamala. Somebody else. <laughs> Greg Abbott's friends is that anyway. <laughs> okay it's due we're due we're due for uh due for a bit of a break and then we'll talk Tucker and the Pentagon after that 
Oh, this Tucker story. This was the most depressing story of them all. I knew this vaccine thing was coming and that the the vaccine passports were coming and everything, but this Tucker thing makes me want to cry. Um, okay. Long Don John says, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. 15 days to slow the spread. Yeah. God. Never forget. Is that this week? It was roughly this week. I think everything started shutting down around here about March 15th last year because I yeah. remember saying beware the Ides of March about it. So yeah, we're, we're right there. Um, Thunderstorm says, I feel befuddled in my special place today. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the reference is. Neither do I. We're confused though. We're sufficiently confused. Which Daniel means it's Kunkel. obvious and I just don't get it. Maybe we're befuddled by that, by that super chat. After 20 years of owning uh, 45 ACP handguns, I finally joined the 9mm family with a SIG 2022 uh, that came with three 15-round mags. Now to sell my soul for some ammo for those <laughs> soon-to-be-banned mags. Yep. Although yeah. the bags might not be banned as uh, under Feinstein's bill, as long as you own them before the bill's passage, they're grandfathered in. How how the hell are they going to track magazines? Yeah. Who knows? We'll talk about that later, though. Um, yeah, uh, give Phoenix a try if you're looking for nine mil. Always give Phoenix a try, and if you can't get ammo from Phoenix, a town local told me that you can call and ask any black sheep or North Forty when they get their ammo in, and they'll hmm. tell you. I really mean, you can just wait outside yep. places around here don't but i've gotten lucky a few times and been there at shipment befriend somebody that works there then. yeah maybe you just got to work it a little more um holden mulray hi truth seekers if you could time travel to any day in the past or future spend the day and then return when would it be and why god bless um man it would have to be some biblical time i suppose I assume I get to travel with my current knowledge and take it there if I'm coming back. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to disrupt butterfly effect. Yeah, you uh, can't. You couldn't just go back and be like, "Hey, Jesus, this is what's going to happen." To you. I mean, you can't mess anything <laughs> yeah, up. I, I guess. Yeah, really could have helped him out. Um, yeah. I I'm fascinated with founding philosophy, obviously, and I, I really wish I could hear the architects of the Constitution and the Declaration discuss what's going on today I, mm. I i wish i could hear them react and respond i'd like to know what they would say that that'd be mm. what i'd like to hear it'd be really hard not to change the future though you're like all right you're gonna have to put women in their place like in the document and also <laughs> no immigrants no immigrants <laughs> and like no chicks in combat lol like what are you doing <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that was a cop out of an answer on my end. Sorry. Uh, Christoph Harper says, Scrappy Scrant, Joe Biden, hero of the poor and the working class, the man who saved us from COVID. Joe, the leader who has ended poverty in our time. Yes, our leader, Joseph Biden, hero wow. of the October or November revolution. I take it that you're being facetious. Um, thank you, Christoph. Uh, I bought PN. Just curious what we're going to do with all this daylight we're saving. Any tips? I don't know. My day was seriously hellish because of this one hour lost like i didn't even get started on the show notes until 2 30 today and i'd take a two hour nap it was this whole day shot because of an hour yeah i i, I forgot actually i forgot last night too about it so i didn't go to bed till about one which was really oh, yeah. effectively two 
So it hit me pretty good. The gotcha. The beacon. Keep your eyes on Maine. The state is the harshest in the country with mask mandates, and there is a lot of pushback from groups like Beacon of Sovereignty and Patriots with Attitude. They're mm. the harshest on mask mandates. That surprises kind of me. Surprising me. Yeah. I don't hear a lot of Maine news though. There are not a lot of people that live in Maine. Yeah. Because uh, the weather sucks. Um, Simon Paul says, first time super chat received a huge bonus and raise. So I thought I'd share my money with you to find people. Also bought my first AR. Uh, to beat the Biden ban. Good for you. Well, Good for you. thanks for supporting the show. Appreciate it. And congratulations. Those are big moves. Yes, they are. Jeremiah Chittum. I'm debating a new tat, thinking of the Tree of Liberty with the Jefferson quote. What do you guys think? Hmm. The Tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. I do like that quote. Not a huge fan of tattoos in general. Do you have any? I won't put you on the spot, but. You don't have to answer it. I have a tiny tattoo that's like this big. Ah. That's a a little quote from 1984. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, I like the uh, the theme of the tattoo. You have to decide for yourself if stylistically it's for you or not. But um, well, the only thing I would say, too, is that is definitely a tattoo that's going to get you labeled as an extremist if it's discovered. For sure. So keep that yeah. in mind. But if they discover it, though, then you're probably already in pretty deep shit. Probably depends where you want to put it. If you want to put it uh, on your lower back or on your tattoo. neck or in a highly visible place. Yeah, maybe not. John Smith says, just paid $40 for a tank of gas for the first time in my life. And I drove a coupe. This is hmm. fuel for the soul, though. Thanks for what you guys do. Much love. Oh, well, thank first you. First time in your life. Huh. Uh yeah, gas prices around here have gone up about 50 cents in the last, really since the Biden inauguration. And if you look on left-wing Twitter, the explanation is that things are getting so good virus-wise that everyone's confident enough to go out and drive again, which is increasing demand, which is why the price is going up, not because we have kneecapped oil production and transport yeah. in certain areas. I'm not saying that demand can't be any piece of the explanation. But come on, we're going to act yeah. like uh, Biden is friendly to oil production. He's not. And if he gets his policy ways, you're going to see gas continue to climb. And when gas climbs, everything climbs. So yep. enjoy your fourteen hundred dollar uh, Biden check won't go as far under such circumstances. Let's circle back on these. OK, I do have a few more over on Tippy stream. Let's I hate see. that name. That's, that's I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of the name, but. You know, nobody's a big fan of the name of this show anymore either. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Mike DeWine shit eating grin says, what do you get when you combine the rhetorical joke? When you combine a rhetorical joke and a joke? I guess uh, just a joke. I don't know. I'll have to look for the punchline later. I don't see it. I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't know what the joke is, but maybe we'll get some clarity later. Uh, S. Paul again. I think is the name just received a large bonus and a raise thought I'd share the money with you to find people. Also, did he send this over here too? also just bought my first AR to beat the oh, Biden if, van. If you want us to send one of those back, let us know. Maybe he just felt like uh, supporting both places. Hmm. Appreciate it, Paul. Uh, and congrats again. Assuming your name is Paul. I don't know. Actually, Phil. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Greg Abbott is just another. Not very nice man. It's a little rich for him to sit there and with his handler by his side and complain about Americans speaking their minds. He is helping <laughs> to 
create the monster that he claims to want to prevent. All right. All right. <laughs> Danny from Montana. Uh, oh, that's going to be rough too. Um, <laughs> okay. He calls him governor hot wheels. I can say that Susan. Will, that's <laughs> funny. I like Su- it. Governor hot wheels is a, is a very nice man. Uh, <laughs> let us take our masks off. He says, Cheer uh, or check out uh, Sentinel Crypto and buy some silver for the coming reset. Uh, watch Tea Time with Gary and Terry. Isn't that Owen Benjamin's thing? Yes. Not officially. Yeah. Not officially. Yeah. So nice of those tea baggers to let uh, BB take over. Stay strong. Uh, thank you guys. And I think uh, we will come back for the rest of them. Unless I have any uh, over on. Trovo. Oh, I do have one note on Trovo. C2K says UK cop kidnaps and murders woman in London. Uh, Same force that bans vigil then turns up and pins a woman on the floor as they arrest them under the same woo flu powers as the cop allegedly used to kidnap his victim. I don't know anything about that story. Um, Yeah, I think uh, Paul Joseph Watson made a video about it. Why is it my hold on big in the UK? Uh, Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. Hold on, I got my my video share system's all screwy. Let me see if I can get it back before we uh, head back into stories here. Do you want me to read some more? Um, yeah. Uh, well, actually, let me just my clip system's all messed up. Okay, there we go. I think I got oh, it back. Okay. Okay. Um, one more thing. Do 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 do. I can keep reading. Uh, no, I think I'm good. I want to talk Tucker anyway, because this story is uh, insane, but they all are these days. So um, Tucker Carlson runs a segment on Tuesday on his Tuesday show. And uh, this segment compares how China has been trying to make its young men and military more masculine. While in the U.S., we keep scrambling for ways to get more women into the military. Joe Biden just issued an executive order making... uh, uh, for for the uh, U.S. government to cover gender transition surgery for members of the military, things like that. Oh, God, what a joke. So in particular, Tucker called called out Biden's effort to make combat uniforms for women, body armor for women, and uh, maternity flight suits for pregnant women. These are Biden's words, not Tucker's. And uh, this is Tucker's explanation of that and reaction to it. Oh, hold on. My system's still screwed up. Now I have no sound. Let me get this. Maternity flight suit. Hold Preposterous. on. Let's try it one more so time. So we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. While China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is it's out of control and the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. That's it. And that was treated as uh, this supreme controversy of the week. So much so, uh, you'd expect your Huff Posts and your blue checks and everyone to be outraged about this. What is surprising is to see the degree to which the Pentagon military personnel official military accounts have responded 
uh, with pure political opinion. This is something that I have not seen anytime recently, at least. So uh, the the Pentagon um, Pentagon spokespeople themselves actually responded, but the uh, Defense Department website itself published this article. Press Secretary Smites Fox host that that dissed diversity in the U.S. military. First sentence of the story. The United States military is the greatest in the world or the greatest the world has ever seen because of its diversity. Pentagon Press Secretary John F. Kirby said during a news conference this morning. God, we are so screwed. We are going to get smoked by these Asians. (laughs) <laughs> or by any of these Muslims. And that was Tucker's point, really, is why why are we prioritizing diversity quota checkboxes over making the fiercest fighting force that we possibly can? And there were all kinds of video replies, too. So uh, this was Master Gunnery Sergeant Scott, uh, Scott Stalker, who is currently serving as the enlisted leader of the U.S. Space Command. Uh, he posted this video of himself in a, in a Marine Corps uniform, on his official military account saying Tucker is wrong and his opinions don't matter because he didn't serve in the military. I understand some comments were made yesterday and I watched the clip that Mr. Carlson produced as he referred to pregnant women in the military. I'll remind everyone that his opinion, which he has a a right to, is based off of actually zero days of service in the armed forces. My opinion is based off of 28 years of actual service in the military, 28 years in the Marine Corps, in combat operations out at sea, and in garrison. And so he was talking specifically about pregnant women in the armed forces today and how it makes us less less lethal and less fit and less ready. Let me tell you where he's wrong. Those decisions were made by medical professionals, by commanders and our civilian leadership, which actually makes us a more lethal and ready and fit force. The bottom line is that we value women in our in our armed forces. We value those that have served in the past and we value those that have served today. Let's remember that those opinions were made by an individual who has never served a day in his life. Let's remember that's all about drama TV. Okay, whatever. I can do this too, buddy. You haven't been a pregnant woman. I have. <laughs> I'm not capable of doing anything while pregnant that involves decision-making, um, anything that's going to require a lot of physical exertion, lifting. Come on. This is this is objectively true. Pregnant women cannot be in positions like this. Also, their their unborn children didn't ask to incur this risk. What about that? Uh, well, they don't count. Those are clumps of cells. Ah! Yeah, don't forget that. There are a lot of ways to explain this idiocy. And again, I want to emphasize not his personal account, not on his own time. OK, he's in a military office wearing a military uniform posting a video on an official blue check military account. And he's talking about how a civilian who has no military experience is not entitled to an opinion about military policy, or at least is wrong about his opinion on military policy or insufficiently qualified to have that opinion. Um, Civilian control of the military is a constitutional principle of this country. If civilians can't have opinions about military policy, why would that be the case? Also notable, who has no military experience? Joe Biden. Yeah. Why does his opinion count? Mm-hmm. Why would we have civilian control from people who have never served in the military just as a matter of voting, but in particular in this presidency from a commander in chief who himself has never served a day? Why does his opinion count? And as though I can't find a million people who are either 
on active duty or uh, veterans who are retired who served just as honorably as this guy did for just as long as he did who disagree with what he's saying 100%. That is to say, it is not military service or not that validates the opinion it's that's just an attack on the person i can put i can put up a person with just with the same identical military career that this guy has who will argue tucker's points what does he say in response to that he would say well uh that that's where i bring in my my point that uh this is the opinion of medical experts and scientists and all the experts we have in the military as though he's right on the facts though um, the facts are not in support of what he's saying here in 2015. A, there was a trial by the Marine Corps in combat uh, simulations with mixed gender units compared with all male units. And surprisingly, shockingly, I can't believe it. The uh, all male teams outperformed mixed gender teams in nearly every capacity. Mixed gender teams completed tasks more slowly. They were less accurate with their shots. They suffered higher injury rates. They demonstrated lower levels of physical performance overall what a surprise we always talk about this uh not gay jared and uh yeah. courtney I'll, I'll never forget this um we've talked about this before so sorry if this is a repeat story but years ago uh, if you guys remember uh not gay jared who was like a string bean of a man just a tiny skinny little man and then there was that broad courtney who was like a crossfit chick super buff i think she had a six-pack there's a little clip of them um arm wrestling and you think that she's she might win you know she's like way bigger than i him. did i thought she maybe I, had a chance i thought yeah i thought she yeah. maybe had a chance in like two seconds he had her just he was just it wasn't close in fact he was kind of messing with her like faking her yeah. out thinking yeah and this is a highly trained well i don't i don't know i don't know what jared's weightlifting regimen may or may not have been i have no idea but i do know that courtney is or was a highly trained female and jared it's probably on the smaller side of dudes. Not close. Not not close at all. And it's not just the Marine Corps trials. You also have the Army recently yeah. implementing a gender-neutral physical fitness test. But they're already walking it back. Why? Because 65% of women are failing it compared to only 10% of men. And the fact that 90% of men pass it tells you it's probably not that hard, actually. 90%? That is not an elite force. No, and if 90% of men are, are passing it, but 65% of women are failing, that, that really tells you what kind of differentiation we're dealing with here. The army is now considering going to uh, gender differentiated standards because these standards aren't producing the equal outcomes mm. that the Defense Department would like. And it wasn't just this particular um, master gunnery sergeant guy. There were all sorts of, of responses from official defense department accounts from military leadership uh there let's see we had a few well, there was general paul e funk here who says uh tweeted from his uh, blue check account let's be clear women make our military stronger with a picture of <laughs> female generals with joe biden oh the no. this twitter account they actually deleted a bunch of their tweets but i do have them archived this is a twitter account the official Twitter account for the Marine Expeditionary Force Information Group, they tweeted at Tucker, quote, what it looks like in today's armed forces, get right before you get left boomer. So if you're not woke on <laughs> chicks in combat units, you're a boomer, I guess, with a picture of a chick carrying a Marine and an ammo can. 
And people responded, well, hey, you know, that seems kind of fashy that uh, you're using a U.S. military account to be targeting civilians for their opinions. And another user asked them to focus on China, not Tucker Carlson, which got significantly more likes than the original post itself. And this uh, Marine Corps account responded, come back when you've served and been pregnant. I mean, this is (laughs) I, I hate to say this is what we deserve, but we're living in a country right now where Marine Corps accounts are talking shit to randos because that guy doesn't have a uterus. Yeah. Like what the hell timeline is this? How could anybody even make the argument that being pregnant makes you a better soldier? In every history, in in, in every civilization in, in the history yeah. of mankind, women have not been part of the fighting because of their vulnerability during pregnancy. And because you have to preserve the fertility. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This it's- is so retarded. <laughs> it's it's laughable. We are a joke. We are an international joke. Yeah, it's... um. I- for women who want to serve the country, I, I think that there are and we should create opportunities for them. But I don't think that we have to go this far in pretending that their physical capabilities are exactly the same. And in terms of grunts on right. the ground in some like, sort of combat environment, that it's not only no difference, but it's actually better for them to be there. Why are we obliged to create any opportunities for women that want to serve? I don't think that we have to, but I think it's probably a good practice. Anyone who wants to serve the country, I would like to have opportunity for them. But not at the not at the cost of denying the physical reality of what it takes to have an efficient, skilled fighting force. You know, this is yeah. ideology about yeah. effectiveness. And we've only talked about uh, strength parameters. What about a man's natural instinct to protect a woman in the battle? Yeah. He will go above and beyond, put himself in danger to protect a woman or God forbid, a pregnant woman. I mean, yeah, that would just be a disastrous distraction. In fairness, that was only a, a flight suit. So we're only talking about pregnant pilots or or flight crew. We're not what talking about, about the radiation. I don't know that we have uh, body armor for uh, an eight month bump. <laughs> so preposterous. I can't even believe that I have to have to make this argument. It's. Yeah. In fairness I'm so to that. I'm so sick of this, of living in this world where I'm being told what my reality should be against just my, my natural observations. Like I, I can't, it's, it's making me insane to live in a world where everything is upside down. Yeah. Where you're supposed to believe your eyes are lying all of the time. All the time. Like we talk about, I don't think that anecdote overrides data. Your personal experience can be drastically different than the aggregate reality. But when, when they're telling you literally every piece of your experience is wrong, is contrary to what the data and the science show at some level, your reality should line up with that. At yeah, least generally yeah. speaking, like my reality doesn't matter at all, but like I have to trust that this pregnancy made this bitch a better soldier and that that <laughs> applies to all women. That's fucking insane. What about my reality as a housewife, as a woman with a child, uh, that is more, you know, you could apply this to way more people than her personal experience. Yeah. I, I have to be fair to that Marine Corps account. They were called out by a bunch of people. This uh, L.A. reporter said it's pretty wild to see this tweet coming from a U.S. military account, an official U.S. military account. This was the tweet where they said, get back to us when you've been pregnant and you've served. The Marine Corps account responded, we are human and we messed up we intended to speak up for female Marines and it was an effort to support them, blah, blah, blah. So 
either someone changed their mind or someone in a higher position of command said, knock this garbage off. But that Marine Corps account has backed off for now. I just want to talk about the implications of this, of this too. It's, it's sort of a silly story, but it's also not um, because there are some very serious questions that have to be considered here. First of all, is, do we in fact have a non-political military? Uh, And what does the military exist to do? If we don't, does the military exist to defend the constitution or does it exist to defend an ideology? Does the military exist to protect you or does it exist to mold you or to browbeat you into submission? What is the organizational purpose and philosophy of the military? I know what it is as far as the, as far as military law is concerned and as far as the constitution is concerned, but I mean, inside the military, inside the, the chain of command, is that, is that purpose, that organizational philosophy being upheld? If I saw one person doing this, I might be able to dismiss it as a kook. The amount of official military accounts and personnel we saw responding to this in a purely opinionated political way this week suggests there might be a lot of ideological motivation going on. Yeah, I'd say so. And then we talk about it all the time. Uh, Oh, you know, if there was some crazy, uh, let's say they passed some law where they were going to send Beto to come confiscate all your guns or something else that was crazy unconstitutional like that. Wouldn't the military just defect? Those guys would say, no, I'm not doing this. I swore an oath to the constitution. I'm out. Would they? We've long concluded that the military wouldn't do that sort of thing. But if a broad group of them are willing to go along with a lot of this ideological nonsense, whether they actually believe it or whether they're being forced to, is it so hard to believe that they wouldn't violate your rights if instructed to do so? Um, This is how the left has methodically weakened our country by basically building a mercenary army filled with chicks. Um, and then they just incrementally lose the power. And then as a nation, we've lost the ability to defend ourselves against foreign threats. And that's the biggest question of all in the event we found ourselves in a significant large scale war. What are the consequences of this? Yeah. How many people are in China? How many fighting age men are in China? Lots right now. So many. Yeah. Lots. And if Tucker's report, I haven't evaluated it for myself, but if Tucker's report is to be believed, it's totally opposite philosophical approach, encouragement of masculinity, encouragement of military efficiency, effectiveness. I don't think that you can pursue totally opposite philosophies and not have that be consequential in a future conflict. We are headed on the wrong trajectory there. And that's not about, who deserves opportunity or who should be denied opportunity or even this isn't a supremacy thing. It just, it, when we deny the difference between men and women, we end up in stupid spots like this. It's not to, to the point that you're making. Women have this amazing ability to produce and care for children. And that is just as important as a man's ability to protect it. You need both. It's not one yeah. is better than the other or look how awesome men are. It's just pretending that those roles don't exist, don't matter, will have disastrously damaging effects. You'll you'll get neither. You'll get neither the uh, the rearing of the children and the uh, and the caretaking of them, nor the efficient protection. But the powers that be know this. This isn't something that happened accidentally. Yeah. And we have to think: Why are they doing this? Why do they want us to be weak 
infertile, submissive? Um, is it just to control us or is there a larger, is there a larger mission here? I've never been more tinfoily in my life than I am over the last year. But whether you're talking about this stuff, whether you're talking about coronavirus and the approach to managing it, if you want to talk about it that way, all of this stuff seems to me like a, a bizarre way to get us to surrender our own autonomy, surrender our own strength, surrender our own way of life. I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know who's doing that or that it's some grand design. I do know that if you had aspirations to control or conquer a society, it'd be much easier to do it with uh, keystrokes than it would be gunfire. If you had yeah. the ability to propagandize your way to, to make it happen, why would you make the mess? Just so I don't know. disappointing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bizarre time. And another great way to make sure that society is in uh, rough shape is to make sure that people can't defend themselves if they get into a bad scenario or at least have a tougher time doing so. The House passed two gun bills on Thursday, two gun control bills, rather. H.R. 8 passed 227 to 203 with eight Republicans voting for it and one Democrat against. So not a mostly partisan vote, but again, eight Republicans voting for this one. This is a universal background checks bill, meaning all gun sales will have to be conducted through a federally licensed dealer. Now, if you're not a big gun person, uh, understand the only change that this would make was it is it would regulate private gun sales within a state. So currently, if you buy a gun at a store, that store by federal law, since then the business of gun dealing has to be a federally licensed firearm dealer. You go in there, you buy from them. Because they're a federally licensed dealer, they have to run uh, run you through a background check system. You get a background check. If you wanted to sell a gun privately to your friend who lives in another state, also would require a background check. That transfer needs to go through those federally licensed dealers because it's interstate. The only time a background check may not be required is if you sell privately within your state. So if I decide I want to sell to my neighbor down the street within the state of Montana. Yeah. Now, federal law would be would come into play if that guy was a felon and I know to and I knowingly sold to a felon that'd be a federal crime but in general if I want to sell to my neighbor that's a Montana state jurisdiction or a or an Idaho state jurisdiction that's a private sale within a state that's what we're talking about some states regulate that others don't my state doesn't your state doesn't so that's the background check bill HR 1446 passed 219 to 210, two Republicans supporting and two Democrats opposed. This bill is designed to close the so-called Charleston loophole. Anytime they reference a loophole, you know it's bullshit. We'll get to why in a second. Uh, That is a reference to Charleston shooter Dylan Roof. I guess he must have acquired his gun this way. I haven't looked into it, but that's what's implied. So when a dealer conducts a background check, you go to a gun store, you want to buy this gun. They're going to, they're going to, Contact the FBI's instant background check system. And typically that comes back instantly. And it says this guy is a prohibited person or not. He has a criminal record. He's a felon or not. And if you're not, you get the gun. If you're prohibited, they can't do the sale. Sometimes you don't get a response from the FBI. And under current federal law, that gun shop has to wait three days for a potential response from the FBI. If there's no response after three days, the transfer can go through. They can sell it to you. This law would extend that to 10 days. And, and after 10 days, you actually don't 
get the gun, then you have to send a, a petition to the United States Attorney General oh, God. and say, I have no reason to believe that I'm a prohibited person. And then the Attorney General has 10 more days after that to uh, to get back and approve the sale or not. And if you don't oh, hear a response no. after that 10 days, then the transfer can go through. So what you're talking about is the government has three days to respond to your background check currently. They're, they're, this bill would create up to 20 days in delay Man. on that. They're just trying to gum up the works to make it more difficult for everybody. Yeah. And keep in mind, if you, if you, if the first, if both of these bills passed and every private sale had to go through a background check system this way, also many more transactions to facilitate bigger strain on the system. So just for people who might not understand what this means, and I know not everybody's a gun person, but there are important principles at play even beyond guns and self-defense. You might say, well, what's so bad about universal background checks? What's so bad about closing a loophole? This all sounds common sense to me. Okay. First of all, and I know this isn't a comp- this isn't the spiciest selling point to a lot of people, but it is important. The principle of the feds controlling commerce within a state beyond the yeah. second amendment, beyond property rights, um, and, and, and all those topics, uh, what you're talking about is private sales within a state and they are not, uh, that is not the domain of the federal government. Right. Do you want the feds intervening to tell you how you can sell your car to your neighbor or your golf clubs to your neighbor or any other piece of property? This is a 10th amendment issue. There is no role for the federal government on this question. It's not even a gun thing in that way. You don't want to, you don't want to go down this path for that reason. Now, as, as far as universal background checks, maybe you don't think it's bad for every single person who's buying a gun, regardless of the method to have a background check at the point of sale. Maybe not, but ask yourself in a country with more guns than people that are currently out there in private hands, how the hell would this be enforced? Yeah. How would the federal government know who sold what gun to whom if they don't know who has what guns? you would need a registry to do it. So understand that this bill is a stepping stone to a registry. A registry, yeah. If you don't want to be on a federal government list, potentially even one that's publicly vi- uh, viewable, you should oppose this bill for for that reason as well. And then on the last on the second bill, this is really important because it's it's flipping the burden of uh or the presumption of innocence or guilt. Flipping the burden from the government to you. So note that the current legal standard on background checks places the burden on the government to demonstrate that you are, in fact, guilty. You are a prohibited person. You're presumed innocent until the government gets back to that dealer and says, nope, this guy's a felon. He can't buy a gun. You're, you're innocent until they prove you guilty. This new standard maybe doesn't quite flip it, but teeters on flipping that presumption and that burden. So the burden is now on you to convince the attorney general yeah, that, that you're, that you're not, not a criminal. A criminal. And yeah. it's not perfectly flipped because if nothing happens after 20 days, you still get your gun. But we're still flipping that obligation, flipping that burden. You petitioning the government to say, I'm not a crook. I'm not a criminal, whatever, versus the government demonstrating that you are. You don't want to go down these pathways. Um. Let's see. Where is uh oh, do I not have Feinstein's bill? I don't have Feinstein's bill in here. Um but Diane Feinstein is also proposing a uh 
she's reviving her um her assault weapons ban from uh or basically reviving the 94 assault weapons ban let me grab the articles here uh it's got 35 democratic co-sponsors in the senate so find my spot in the notes bear with me uh, she's citing so Diane Feinstein has intro- reintroduced the uh, assault weapons ban. She's citing the uh, the January sixth domestic terrorism as the reason or the premise for doing this. Even though she always has a premise to do this, it doesn't matter. This is just the one that she's picking now. And as far as I'm aware, there wasn't even one assault weapon present in rioter hands on January sixth at the Capitol. Doesn't matter. She'll find her reason. Uh, so this bill would ban 200 gun models by name, mostly AR and AK type rifles, but a bunch of stuff. And the definition is the same as the old assault assault weapons ban from 94, a detachable magazine plus any combination of uh, a pistol grip, a forward grip, barrel shroud, threaded barrel, folding or collapsible stock. Now the bill would allow gun uh, owners of these assault weapons to keep their existing weapons. So it grandfathers them in. Yes. It is estimated that something between 10 and 20 million assault weapons, so-called assault weapons, are currently owned in the country, according to this uh, New York Post reporting. I think it's much higher than that. Do I have data? No, I have gut feeling. I just think there are way, way more than that. How many guns are in circulation legally in this country? 330 million? No, that's people. When we have way more than that, I think we have... Something like a, I forget how many, what the ratio of guns to people is. It's, it's way higher than the population though. I thought it was one to one for some reason. I'll look this up. No, it's higher. Maybe, maybe it's not. You might be right. Maybe it's that, maybe it's just that the average gun owner has many, many guns. 393 million. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like maybe a 1.2, like one and a quarter to one ratio. Those are, that's legally. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. (laughs) So the bill would allow those who currently own so-called assault weapons to keep them. But you know, what the hell are you going to do if they're already owned in the millions in possession and, and the manufacturer of these is readily understood and readily doable. Yeah. It would also ban so-called high capacity magazines, 10 round magazines. But again, those already owned can remain in possession. There are, you, if there are hundreds of millions of guns, I have no idea how many magazines there are. Yeah hundreds of millions if not billions of these so-called high capacity magazines standard capacity magazines 30 round ar mags 30 round ak mags 30 round glock mags they're everywhere and by the way they're made of plastic at least a lot of them are made of plastic and a spring the idea that you couldn't manufacture these with a 3d printer 3d printing it uh i'm sure those are out there and if they're not super durable they will be soon And pushing this bill, Feinstein is just making up statistics. Her press release says, uh, to be clear, this bill will save lives. When it was in place from 1994 to 2004, gun massacres declined by 37% compared with the decade before. After the ban expired, the number of massacres rose by 183%. Now, I I don't understand where she's getting that number or or how that was calculated. Uh, calculated if you look at just the general rate of violent crime in this country it was well on the decline prior to 1994 and it continued to decline after 1994 and it remains although we've had some increases lately it remains at serious lows relative to prior decades so if you look on this chart here the assault weapons ban started here 
went for 10 years to 2004 to here and continued to decline afterwards. So the conclusion that it stopped crime in some noticeable way, even uh, analysis presented before Congress, I don't have it handy before me, but, but the Justice Department did analysis on this and concluded there's no way to say that the assault weapons ban had any role in reducing crime. And that's because How for could the, you even apply a causation to that? How could you establish that? For the There's most so part, many factors that go into crime rates. And it's not even the, she talks about it being the chosen weapon of mass shooters or something. Well, mass shootings are relatively rare crimes compared to all other forms of violent crime. And for most forms of violent crime, the choice is a Glock, the cho- which might be an yeah. assault weapon, depending on the definition. Or the choice is a revolver. The choice is some kind of handgun. Yeah. Show so, me statistics on how many more drive-by shootings there are than school shootings in terms of casualty on an annual basis. Yeah. I bet it is like 500 times more people die. Yeah. It's, drive-by I, shootings. Yeah. It, I know the stats on the FBI from annual murders with rifles generally, not just semi-autos, AR-style rifles or anything, just rifles generally. Something like 300. The stats on gun homicides predominantly handguns thousands i don't have the numbers in front of me but it's thousands and thousands it's it's tens of times more yeah than so-called assault weapon murders and this was really interesting a uh a listener sent this to me you want to talk about the propaganda machine for this sort of for, for these sorts of bills i don't know if it's still the case but it was when i googled this earlier this week so i archived it if you go to google try it right now if you can go to google and do a news search for quote Mass shooting surge. Okay. Tell me what kind of results you get under news. Mass shooting surge. Okay. Mass shooting surge in Pennsylvania as a nation faces record high. Okay. What's what about Mass below shooting that? surge in Florida as nation faces in Tennessee. Yeah. In South Carolina, in New York, exactly the same headline, Wisconsin, Ohio. Yes. The top like five, six, seven of these are just different states with the same headline. Yeah, they're all part of the USA Today News Network. And I didn't have the time to go into exactly what statistics they're referencing in each state. But is this really the truth being published? Or is it just a propaganda effort to publish effectively the same story in local markets to prime people to believe that mass shootings are a massive problem (laughs) that we need Dianne Feinstein to take care of? Please save us, eighty-five-year-old old, you know, woman. What, what do you? This well, is like the military thing all over again. It's like this is who is protecting us. There was a time when Diane Feinstein actually wanted to save herself. She was a uh, concealed carry holder in San Francisco, actually, back in the seventies. Really? Yeah. She carried a handgun, and she was permitted to. She was a concealed carry permit holder because she said she was at risk from. The New World Liberation Front. Apparently, they planted a bomb at her house and it didn't detonate. So she got this um, she got this concealed this? carry permit and she used to carry a hand a handgun around. And she said at the time in 1995, she said in testimony before a Senate committee, uh, quote, I made the determination that if somebody was going to try to take me out, I was going to take them with me. Yeah. Now she says, though, that uh, she got rid of the permit after the New World Liberation Front was no longer a threat to her. New World Liberation Front. Back then, terroristic threat was a reason to arm uh, to arm herself in that case. Now, terroristic threat is a reason to disarm you. You'll notice in these two different 
perspectives in the lifetime of Dianne Feinstein, terroristic threat actually remained a constant. That's not what changed. You had terroristic threat in the 70s. She claims there's terroristic threat today. The only thing that changed is Dianne Feinstein became a senator between the 1970s and today and has armed people protecting her at all hours of the day with assault weapons currently in D.C. and presumably in other settings, too. Um, But if assault weapons are necessary to protect her life, why should we believe that they're not necessary to protect ours? Do you know anything about this new world liberation front? I didn't look into it. Marxist Leninist Maoist underground group underground group with several cells who carry out a bombing campaign from 1972 to 1978. So she supposedly was um, under threat from a Marxist Leninist Maoist group, and she still subscribes to the same ideologies. Hmm. Uh, I want to be clear that all of these bills have a long shot long shot hurdles to clear to become law because they're not financial in nature. They would all theoretically have to clear a 60 vote uh, filibuster proof majority in the Senate, mm. which isn't likely to happen. You did see some Republicans crack in the house. I think 10 Republicans cracking in the Senate is highly unlikely, but that of course is only as valid as the filibuster is valid. <laughs> and before prior with Joe Manchin, we thought, They don't have the votes to actually change filibuster rules. He's been cracking lately saying, well, I'm open to changing some rules around the filibuster to at least make it harder so that you have to get up there and actually do the Mr. Smith goes to Washington bit and just talk forever. He's not saying he's wants to get rid of it as the progressive wing of the party does, but he's not standing as strongly for the filibuster as he was weeks or months ago. I'm not predicting they're going to get rid of it, but I am saying the forces are there that want to. And the stance, the stance against them against them is getting weaker, not stronger. If that happens, you eliminate the filibuster. These sorts of bills do become a little bit more of a reality. I'm not trying to be alarmist, but as we've been saying for many weeks, if you're somebody who's been on the fence about arming yourself, uh, you've never bought a rifle before. You, you've never bought any gun before for that matter. But in particular, the things they want to ban the sale of, they're still out there. They're still affordable, relatively speaking. Uh, it would be a good time to consider that sort of thing if you've been on the fence. Okay, uh, let's see. Just a couple more stories. We got uh, riots out west and hoax hate. We'll be quick on this. It's typical on the West Coast. What the hell's going on? Brianna Taylor anniversary. They broke shit. Bottom line. Something like that. Yeah, basically. I mean, I couldn't believe how few people were arrested when I was researching this because uh, hmm. we're going to watch some clips, but it was pretty bad. So it's been one year since the Brianna Taylor thing happened. Can you believe that? I don't even remember hearing that much about it until George Floyd happened. I it's do. Like George Floyd amplified her. Did we talk about her before George Floyd? Maybe we did. I think we did. Yeah. And there was the Ahmaud Arbery case going on about the same time last year, too. Into April, that news started breaking. Oh, that, the, was the video the, uh, that was the video. That was the actual the jogger. original jogger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So Portland federal courthouse in the downtown area was the main staging area for a face off with authorities. And then the night earlier, police had made 13 arrests. That's it. And kettled. I had to look this up, but I guess they hmm. like uh, removed them and separated them into a different area. About 100 demonstrators before allowing them to leave one by one. Like, this is what you okay. guys are doing. Let's watch this clip from. Portland. Yeah, they I do have just this one clip of uh, they removed the fencing at the the courthouse, the federal courthouse in downtown Portland. So people yeah. were smashing the windows and getting pepper balled. And then they they 
literally lit it on fire and police had to extinguish the flames. Smashing windows with a scooter in downtown Portland is the most Portland thing. Portland activity possible, I would say. And yeah, they actually got it lit and the police had to come out and extinguish it. Now, because I, I, I actually need Merrick Garland to clarify for me on this one. This was at night, but there were police in the building. So does that count as domestic terrorism or not? not. Was that just a regular crime? Regular crime. Okay. Not a crime. What about in Seattle? Was that domestic terrorism or not? No, of course not. Um, so Seattle videos posted to social media early Sunday showed police moving aggressively against demonstrators, which is kind of true. I mean, I guess we're not going to watch this clip, but it was more of the same. All these demonstrations look identical. Um, and then they they arrested 13 people. That's okay. it. There were like hundreds of people there. I'm like, you only arrested 13 people. Oh, God. Um, in L.A., it seemed like most of this happened around hollywood they smashed door windows through rocks one officer was injured i couldn't get a tally on how many protesters were injured but probably none or we would have heard about it uh and the officer's condition is not reported i don't know how many people they, they arrested here this is pretty bad too though i just really i just wanted to show the clip of yet again antifa people trying to pick a fight with a car so you got yeah. a cop car with its sirens on trying to get somewhere Antifa guys jump on it. And usually that results in this sort of uh, impromptu gymnastic hilarity that we're all accustomed yeah. to. And then they claim victim like they were attacked by a car when they in fact attacked the car and lost what's different about this clip. I fast forwarded it a little bit for time, but the Antifa guy jumps on the car. His friend gets bucked off. Antifa guy just goes along for the ride and the cop car leaves for multiple blocks and the guy's still on it. He's just along for the ride. As far as I can tell. So two of them jump on. One guy's off. And then this guy's just... They're just gone. And people are chasing after the cop car, but he just leaves. And then he's around the block. And I never see the Antifa guy actually come off the car. Huh. He's just out. It's so. I guess, yeah. I don't know what he's hanging on to, but probably pretty good at... Uh, What's what's the t uh, what, uh, what what do rodeo guys do? What's the term I'm looking for? He should become one of them. We're too late into the show for me to remember the reference. Uh, bull rider. Yeah, yeah. He should be one of them. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, just a couple quick hoax hate stories, and then we will call it a night. <laughs> Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. <laughs> you think they'll notice? I really could have played the other sounder of uh, the nothing to do with the religion of peace terror attack yeah. of the week. This is a combo of both, really. Yeah, you could. Uh, this, this kind of shocked me. I, I don't know why. I, I shouldn't be surprised. But everybody remembers this uh, French teacher that was beheaded. We talked about this. Um, when it happened, when was it? Six months ago? October? I don't even remember talking about it, but we probably did. We did, yeah. Oh, it was October, yeah. Um, 16th. So this French schoolgirl has admitted to telling lies about her teacher who was beheaded after an online hate campaign kickstarted 
was kickstarted by her comments. The unidentified girl claimed that high school teacher Samuel Pate showed an image depicting the Prophet Muhammad during a lesson on free speech. She said that he had asked Muslim pupils to leave the class before he showed the image, which appeared uh, in the satirical magazine Char- Charlie Hebdo. Mm. Charlie Hebdo. Hebdo. I cannot read. Um, so she got a lawyer, of course. She's 13. And her lawyer confirmed that she did not actually attend the class. She was sick. She wasn't even there. Yeah. Was this the definitive reason that he was beheaded or were there other reasons? Oh, yeah. It, def- it definitely was. So he was, was beheaded this, yeah. because she claimed that yes. he had shown depictions of the Prophet Muhammad. Right. And okay. So her lawyer said this. I find this to be an insufficient uh, answer. She lied because she felt trapped in a spiral because her classmates had asked her to be a spokesperson. A spokesperson for whom? Why no? What does that even mean? So the, like, the Muslim did the class, community or something? What yeah, did the class get together and they're like, "All right, like we we want it. this dude, did dude's head cut off, so let's all come up oh, with a story." And oh, you be the I see. I don't know. I, that's all. He, that's all the lawyer said. So I can't even. I interpreted that. that to mean that they the class was like hostile to Muslims and wanted her to be a voice for justification for Muslim. Like she was having to defend. Islam Maybe. or something, but you're saying that it was a group of them that made her the, the, the Jen Saki of getting this guy's head cut off, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. After the girl who reportedly had a history of behavioral problems made the initial claims about the class, her father, her Muslim father, filed a legal complaint and posted a video online. Okay. And then the teacher was beheaded in the street by a Chechen guy. Um, who was then shot by police. This was done in public? I don't even remember that. Yeah, Out it was on done the in street? the street. Oh, my yeah. God. Totally. How does that even happen? Um, a a street cut, beheading. Cut his head off, yeah. Jesus yeah, it Christ. Was outrageous at the time. So she's been charged with slander, and her father and an Islamic preacher have been charged with complicity in the killing. I don't know anything about French law, but that seems like it's... Shouldn't they all be getting charged with murder? I don't know. I, I guess Remember it's Remember we were on- talking in the United States how you can get charged with murder if you're in char- if if you are involved in a felony right. that happens felony in the murder, commission yeah. of that crime. Yeah. yeah. Um how on earth are these people not going to get murder charges? I guess insofar as they didn't cut the head off. Uh, the guy the guy who did that is uh still an still an independent actor with agency even if they did yeah, He's create- dead anyway. Was he shot by police or something? What yeah, happened yeah. To him? Okay. He was shot by police. Um, but they created this circumstance. They're they're totally responsible for this. Yeah, I guess the question is, could you call them conspirators in the murder? Yes. Uh, I'd have to know more about the specific facts. Like, I bet she, the girl was put up to it by her father, though. If you could, sh- if you could show me that they made the lie with the intent of inspiring physical harm against him not just defaming him but inspiring or plotting an actual physical attack then yeah muslims are gonna muslim like what what do you expect (laughs) well that is true but you know i also want to preserve as much even though this is incredibly foolish i want to preserve as much speech rights as possible i don't want to say merely by defaming someone you're responsible for their murder but but uh, by defaming him, they're responsible for his murder. I, well, it's it certainly the, the causal chain is there. If if that is to be believed that it was strictly the claim of this guy's depiction of the prophet that caused his murder, which doesn't seem implausible to me. 
I totally could believe that that happened. Just, but, but can you hold the speech maker responsible for that? I guess would be the question. Yeah. I don't know. That's a little bit far for me, but you know, uh, Muslims get a Muslim and they Muslimed this time. Real hard. (laughs) I guess. All right. Uh, Defensively, Susan, of course, like I, I, I didn't I didn't mean that any other way. Uh, OK, I want to talk a little bit about Meghan Markle, uh, because yes. thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, we avoided talking about uh, the Meghan Markle interview with Oprah that was happening as we were on the air last weekend. And we did talk about a little bit on the Wednesday show, but I just I, I don't care about the royals. I don't care about Buckingham Palace. I don't care about any of that stuff, even though I sort of care about the implications of all of this. And laughing at someone who claims to be a victim when in fact she's probably the most privileged person the world's ever known. I just, I I didn't want to give that much air to it. But of course she, we've all seen, she gave her interview with Oprah where she's claiming to be the victim of the, the royal racism. The reason I wanted to circle back to it is because a listener sent me this interesting clip that shows just how long Meghan Markle has made a career of this whining and victimization. So way back in the 90s, she was featured as a child on Nickelodeon for writing a letter to a soap company to shame them for saying that women do the dishes in their advertisement. Check this out. Nick News. My name is Megan Markle. I'm 12 years old. Commercials, they do say a lot of things that most people don't even notice. Women are fighting greasy pots and pans with ivory clear. When we first saw the commercial, I knew something would be done because I was furious. And I said, wait a minute, how could somebody say that? I think I'll write a letter. In the commercial, they said women are battling grease, meaning only women do dishes. When I heard this, the boys in my class started saying, yeah, that's where women belong, in the kitchen. So I was wondering if you would be able to change your commercial (laughs) to people all over America. Thank you, Meghan Markle. And it was roughly a month later when the soap manufacturer, Procter & Gamble, changed the commercial for their ivory clear dishwashing liquid. People are fighting greasy pots and pans with ivory clear. It was at that moment that I realized the magnitude of my actions. At the age of 11, I had created my small level of impact by standing up for equality. If you see something that you don't like or offended by on on television or any other place, write letters and send them to the right people and you can really make a difference for not just yourself but lots of other people. Oh my God. I normally like kids, but I just want to smash her face. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to rip on child Megan too much for that reason, but she was a little pain in the ass from the get go. And you can see as recently as 2015, as an adult, she still stands by this and flaunts this philosophy to this day. That ending quote, if you see something you're offended by, demand that everyone else change for you. No, that's a terrible lesson for kids. No, get over it. Yeah, that's, you, that's the lesson. Yeah. If you see something you're offended by, go, oh, I guess this isn't for me and move on to something else that is to your liking. But this self-congratulatory nonsense, too, she she says as an adult, I realized at that moment the magnitude of my actions. Well, what is the magnitude? What what were the consequences? Who was harmed 
by the soap commercial or conversely who benefited after whose life was saved by them changing it to say people are washing dishes with ivory soap or is it just you inventing a controversy to put yourself at the center so that you can use someone else's platform to spring yourself to fame where have we heard that story before yeah really uh these are the ramifications of an unchecked ego a girl that grows up like that and she's like i'm gonna marry a prince in my late 30s who's gonna do the dishes for me and it happened yeah, and she yeah. still finds a way to bitch about it too i know that's what's amazing the it's incredible the best part of the interview we talked about it a little bit on wednesday but <laughs> the part where oprah asks her you've been accused of using the the royals to advance your career. And she says, Oh, how dare you? I sacrificed my career for this as though she sacrificed this amazing fame and fortune that she had yeah. to, to take a step down into princess. Yeah, really? I was so tired of blowing all these fat old directors for D list <laughs> roles. And now I'm a princess. It's like, shut but it just up. goes to what show you too. Doing? You teach a kid to complain you install that value in them, they will complain forever. This woman literally lived the childhood fairy tale dream of I'm going to grow up to be a, an actual princess in an actual palace. And it's not good enough. She's still a victim. She still has to bitch. And this is the other interesting piece of news on the (laughs) Meghan Markle front. There are rumors circulating that she is considering a presidential run. Claims that she is in talks with top Democrats about fundraising right now. And I thought, well, that sounds stupid. That sounds absurd. But really, her as the face of the party, I think, is an is an excellent choice representationally. We know that she checks the diversity boxes that they want, but she has worked for nothing. She has accomplished nothing. She is known only for someone else's fame and accomplishments. And she has nothing to contribute but whining and taking, which sounds right. like, like ideal Democrat, perfect Democrat. I I think they're onto something here, actually. I think maybe they, she would be a great pick. Oh, my God. She's so unlikable. It's going to be another Kamala Harris situation where they're like, oh, no, we've got this minority woman that everybody hates who won't shut up. And now what do we do? Just Imagine behind her. a primary in the future where it's down to the final two and it's Kamala versus Meghan Markle. Who, who gains victim supremacy yeah. in that fight? I guess I'd tune in to watch. <sighs> All right, that'll do it. Let's see what we got uh, over on Trovo and Tippy stream. C2K on Trovo says the same kids physically pointed out the teacher they lied about to Muslim men so he could be targeted. And there is confirmed proof that they did so. So if that if that exists, then I think the case for murder or murder adjacent charges is much more. I did read in the live chat that she had been skipping school and didn't want her father to find out. And that was the impetus for her lying. But I don't I only read that in the live chat. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like a. It was to it was a CYA type move instead of a specific targeting of the teacher. Perhaps remember we saw that with that one uh, girl who got her hair cut. Right. I uh, can't remember which one was that. Was that the one in Toronto a while back? She's like a bunch of boy white boys held me down and cut my nappy that's hair right. or something like that. Yeah, or she that's was right. Muslim. This one was like yeah, this was like 2016, 2017. I remember now. Was she Muslim? 
Yeah, it, it, I don't know. Was it hair or was it the hijab? Was that cut a hijab with the scissors? I think is what that one was. I shouldn't have said nappy conversationally. That was not good. <laughs> I there, I apologize. I'm sure there is some under the hijab. That's probably <laughs> accurate. Okay, a uh, few over on Tippy Stream. Let's see. Uh, Phil says countries that send their childbearing age women to war don't deserve to survive. Last resort and all hands on deck situations accepted. Yeah, uh, if they're if all the men are actually dead, then I guess you got to you do what you that's the do. only situation where I would not be making things worse. <laughs> and and that's arguable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's probably we're, true. We were just joking. Like, imagine not that I expect this exact scenario to play out, but just it's funny to think about you're in a foxhole. You're in, you're a combat infantryman. You you need air support. You need something. Think of a World War II scenario. You got the the communications unit. You're screaming into it. We need this now, damn it! And you get back, and it's uh, sorry, Sally's uh, on maternity leave. She won't be able to pilot the airplane or the helicopter into your location. But yeah. sit tight because she's training extra hard to be strong when she returns. That was the Marine yeah. Corps guy's explanation. Is no, what we're doing is is giving women awesome opportunities after they give birth so that they come back even stronger than they were before birth. That's why they're stronger. Some, I don't even know. That that was the logic. You don't come back stronger. (laughs) Every child takes a piece of your, of your soul. You know, your body gets weaker. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Plus you're, you have time constraints. Yeah. Major time constraints. So retarded. Just your standard RWDS says 28 years in the military. I guess this explains why it took so long to find, (laughs) <laughs> to find <laughs> two Arabs and why we are still there. Maybe CW two or civil war two won't be that hard. Yeah. I can't, I can't decide what to think about this because on the one hand you're showing me that, that you are an ideological force that I'm going to presume is probably pretty comfortable violating constitutional rights to the extent that you're comfortable violating your constitutional yeah. purpose. On the other hand, you're also telling me that you're willfully weakening the force to the maximum possible degree. So should I be worried or should I be relieved or both <laughs> in different ways? Uh, I really don't know what to think. Yukon Don says, thank you both for being here. Well, thank you for keeping the show on air. That is a uh, very kind of you. Appreciate it. We love you. You're very special. Late to the party says uh, we have to play the language war like the left does. Don't call them assault weapons, but rather defensive tools. Also, high capacity mags are standard capacity. The war on crime in the 90s, thanks, Biden, contributed to fewer homicides. Yeah, I I, I don't like using the term high capacity mags. I think that's dumb um, for that exact reason. These are the standard magazines that come with that rifle configuration. They're just magazines. I don't. I, I do think that we lose the the language war in a lot of ways that way. Assault defensive defensive tools sounds silly, but legitimately that that is what they are, and yeah. that's to me that's a better title, a more accurate title than assault weapons. All right, I own several assault weapons. I have not and don't intend to assault anyone anytime soon. Only if someone comes for me would they be deployed in any such way but of course that wouldn't be in which assault. case that wouldn't be assault yeah yeah anyway okay uh we're good on trovo and on tippy stream thunderstorm bdsm biden democrat system mandates i like that <laughs> yeah, i guess 
Irish Nat. Happy Jen P. Saki day. No better to no no better day to get them to circle back. I wish that she hadn't taken this over because I say it all the time. Why is it um, why is it her day? What why is I don't it, know International Women's Day or something? Oh, that was like Monday or whatever day that was. It seemed like the whole week. I celebrated by doing the dishes. Um, booty fifty six. <laughs> Excellent. Did you see the Burger King tweet? By the way, no. What they said? They actually had a moment of total redemption. Because remember Burger King back in the day, they did the chick fries ad campaign. Yes. I've never liked Burger King, but the second they went feminist, it's like, I'm definitely out. Yeah. Okay. Burger King UK tweeted on International Women's Day, whatever day that was, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Uh, a woman's place is in the kitchen, period, on their blue check account. It must have been hacked. No. Then they replied with a bunch of context. They're like, it was like dot, dot, dot. If she chooses to be there, which is why we're sponsoring culinary scholarships, blah, blah. So it was a, it was a joke gone wrong. <laughs> and of course, the backlash, people don't like women even choosing to be in the kitchen. So it yeah. was got a lot of backlash even for that. And so they ultimately deleted the tweet. But for a moment, <laughs> it was like, OK, you you almost got me back to go try Whopper again. You almost did it. Almost. But you had to contextualize and you had to apologize and delete the tweet. No. No, back in the doghouse for Burger King. Buddha 56, manufacture your own assault rifle rifles. Uh, Ender 3 3D printer starts at $199. Files are available at controlpew.com. Hashtag become ungovernable. Can I say all that? I believe, yeah, I don't fine. think there's anything legally wrong with that. You You are perfectly allowed to manufacture firearms for your own use in this country. You just can't manufacture them for someone else or for sale necessarily. Uh, but that's all legal. And I, those are skills that I would like to have. The beacon says Google hashtag. We will all be there. Worldwide worldwide rally for freedom on March 20th. It's supposed to be wild. Hmm. Oh. I have not heard anything about this. I'll give it a Google <laughs> I. proceed. Kaylee Isserhoff says anti-mask, anti-lockdown parade through residential streets in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada Good. today. Wish I had known about it to join in. Refresh to see people are awake. All livelihoods are essential. That is true. Were they Thank beaten you. by Mounties or did they get away with it? I wonder. Does anybody get beaten by Mounties? I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen there's, there have been some pretty strong crackdowns in Canada, especially Quebec. Hmm. Yeah. Eastern Canada. Pretty crazy police actions for people who don't want to uh, toe the line. Remember, wasn't it in Canada too where they the police uh they didn't raid the home but they knocked on the home to investigate yes, a report of an unauthorized yeah. gathering exceeding wasn't yeah. that christmas or something i can't remember but it's stories like, like there that. were like five people there or yeah something. And they arrested that dude nicholas h have you guys considered that your friendly at youtube might be a fed <laughs> all my friends Maybe. are prospective feds yeah as blonde excellently stated would i know if i'm a fed the ultimate philosophical question of our time i know yeah looking at you hannah i have a friend here maybe <laughs> i just don't trust her because she has red hair yeah. um i was, I was uh, I'm, I'm planning to help my dad put together a rifle tomorrow my dad might be a fed actually <laughs> i don't know kind of worried when he comes over to do this mm. we'll see it might maybe be a real ruby ridge situation <laughs> your mom's definitely no a fed, from what i understand Ba- yeah. Bash might be a fed. I don't know. He might have been a plant this whole time. No, if it's a Ruby Ridge situation, I'm I'm just a little bit. Worried oh, about you're that. you're worried about uh, the sniping. Yeah, that is kind of a funny image, though. 
he, I know uh, he might come out he he might look better after the sniping <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, might really. like more uh, structural integrity after the sniping <laughs> yeah uh josiah magnuson i know someone that sent an ig complaint about the ooh the master gunnery sergeant guy who's criticizing oh, yeah, okay. tucker they criticized Tucker in uniform from an official government social media account, blatant abuse of government resources and a violation of the Hatch Act. Really? Will be interesting to yes. see. I didn't have a lot of time to look into discipline. I'm not aware if any of these people are being disciplined. I did see people replying and I'm not a military lawyer. I have no idea. But people whose military knowledge I trust, let's put it that way, saying this is a blatant violation of military law, the Uniform Code of Military Justice or whatever it is. In theory, you could face court-martial for something like that, for advertising your political opinions from a a government or military account in uniform in that way. You're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen to them. Uh, Boogeyman917 says, I doubt it. (laughs) Why did I? I need to put that Uh, one back in the system. Why don't I have that in my system? It's my favorite, favorite sounder because it's the only sounder that is immediately preceding somebody actually getting killed. He was correct to doubt. Yeah. His, yeah. his doubt was, uh, wise. Uh, speaking of which, while you go, I'm going to, what's the status of their trial? I don't know. Um, incompetent hands 30 at the RNC. You guys laughed at Anifa for wearing masks. Scary how fast the world can change. I can remember a time when if you didn't feel sick, that meant you weren't sick. Thanks for the sand. Yeah. Those experience. were the days. Those were the days. If you were curious about the status of the, I doubt it trial coronavirus delays trials of texas father son accused of killing neighbor over mattress this headline from may of 2020 the murder trials for an abilene father and son accused of killing a neighbor in 2018 over mattress are still pending in taylor county uh they were scheduled to go to trial march 30th and april 27th of last year Mm. they said the trials might start in june but the mil- the trials have not been rescheduled. So they might not have been rescheduled this entire time. I'll keep searching. Wow. Evan M. Greg Abbott wants to ban Gab for anti-Semitism, but he doesn't really have a leg to stand on. You just couldn't. Just couldn't. Stop Hold it. on. Yeah, that was a good one. Josh and Jesus. Had this wannabe a gangsta Antifa type from Iowa tried to convince me that Des Moines is more dangerous than Milwaukee for reference. That's like someone telling you Boise is worse than St. Louis. Sounds preposterous. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, I invite someone to uh, <laughs> prove that to be true. Uh, th- yeah, there's no update since April of last year. I, I don't think their trial ever got underway. People have a right to a speedy trial. I guess that's once the trial is underway. Yeah. Is that how the rule applies? I guess I don't know how that's been interpreted. I don't know. Hmm. But are they still in jail? Uh, I, I, I think they, they're awaiting trial. I don't know. I shouldn't do research on the fly. Point is... We do not know what the status of the infamous dumpster defender case is. Esoterica Unbound, when someone's going to push back on Biden's grotesque habit of hyping COVID by comparing the sad but inevitable passing of octogenarians with the horrific death of young men in Vietnam, Korea and World War II. Um, Yeah, this is boomer nonsense, although he's he's older than a boomer, isn't he? He's isn't he the silent generation? When was he born? What year? Is he I don't know, nineteen nineteen or something. He was born nineteen forty two. Does that count as boomer? It might be just end of the generation before, if not earliest boomer. Well, no, because the boomer was it was a post war baby boom. Yeah, the b- baby boomer start date is nineteen forty six. So, so he's the silent generation. Yep, following the silent generation. That is so crazy. Hmm. 
Kevin Bright, uh, happy Coronaversary. I don't know about you, but it's been a long 15 days for me. <laughs> yeah, the time does seem off, and I don't think it's just daylight savings. Uh, Laurel says, are you encouraging or discouraging your parents from getting the vaccine? Under mm. what circumstances would you cave in and get it? Um, I have to do no encouraging of my parents not getting the vaccine. My mom is so all over this shit. Every time I talk to her, she's like, you know, it's going to change your DNA. I'm like, mom, I know. God, I know. I know. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Um, under what circumstances would you cave in and get it? Uh, me, myself, I honestly don't think that there was any pre-existing health condition that could lead me to getting the vaccine. My parents have no desire to get it whatsoever, but I have not, I've really not tried to push them any one direction. If my parents came to me and said, we've decided that we want to get it, I wouldn't try to stop them. I would let them make their own risk assessment. Um, what would have to change for me? I'd have to be in a drastically different health scenario. I'd have to be in some sort of scenario where I decide that the risk to me of coronavirus exceeds the risk or even inconvenience of getting the virus. And that's not, yeah, that's not currently the case for me. In fact, I'm 99.9% sure I had coronavirus already. So I'm not, yeah. e I don't even know what it would do for me because I, if I had it, presumably I have immunity and I'm not going to rush out to get a vaccine for something that I've never, or that I, that I am not at risk for because of prior exposure. Yeah. Maybe if I had a congenital respiratory disease, like, cystic fibrosis or mm -hmm. something maybe i would get it yeah yeah i i i to the extent i'm very annoyed by people trying to shove me and us into certain behaviors about the virus i have my opinions but i really want to refrain from being pushy and telling other people how to run their lives if you've decided that it is your risk assessment that it's beneficial to get the vaccine have at it i'm not going to ridicule you i'm not going to try to stop you just don't try to control me and don't try to control other people who are saying my risk assessment for me personally says otherwise. Fair enough. That's the way this has always worked up until now. Think of all the prior years. I, I don't know. I haven't had a flu vaccine. I, the last time I got vaccines was they were required to go to college. Those are the last vaccines I had. I don't get the yeah. flu vaccine on an annual basis because I don't care if I get the flu. Now we've changed it to mean that somehow I have an obligation to protect other people from the flu. So even if I'm a healthy, not at risk individual, I should go out and get the flu vaccine every year. Why? That was never yeah. the standard in prior years. But now we're morphing it into that into that standard. It's ridiculous. Uh, Fataku, good news for Andrew Cuomo. He spent so much time under the bus that he can easily get a job as a mechanic after his impeachment. Hey, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I like that one. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, knuckle hunky buck question. Why can nobody ever tell when press secretary Jen Psaki is going to the bathroom answer because of the silent P. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have to just circle back with you. That was wholesome. Esoterica Unbound. By the way, I am, am I the only one who thought that Thursday's speech on COVID was actually being delivered by a high-tech upgrade to <laughs> Jeff Dunham <laughs> Puppet Walter? <laughs> I, I had some questions going into this. I thought, uh, is this, are we actually watching a live Joe Biden speech or is there some other sort of trickery afoot? You guys are pretty funny tonight. Hmm. Pretty funny. Brett Homan. Homan. Heyman. Homan. Uh, Matt and I once made love, then suddenly Catboy asked to join. Matt declined due to a lack of fountain pens. Hmm. God, I hate you all. I hate you all. haven't had a good fountain pen joke in a while. Procrastination Station. I emailed you about Rockfin um, will help with steaming. Streaming, streaming? I assume. Yeah. yeah. 
Watch Perspectives of the Pandemic Undercover Nurse. It's a documentary about the horridness of New York hospitals. Must see. I'll comment the link. Okay. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. A. Denigan says, flew again since before the Rona was a shock to get briefed on mask wearing every flight and having announcements in terminals about federal law. Yeah. Stewardesses would call over the speaker if someone had their mask off for too long. Oh, <gasps> God. Oh, no. Are you I'm about serious? to fly with my mom. She's going to lose her mind. Oh, boy. We'll oh, see how no. that goes. Ovid says, got proposal blessing from future in-laws yesterday. Ring soon. I can't believe there are men who fear this. I've never been so excited or sure mm. of myself in my whole life. Celebrating with the two that helped me get here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Ovid. That is awesome to hear. I, I I know it's something you've been thinking about for a while. So I'm glad that you've made the decision. I'm glad you got the blessing. You're doing it the right way. And that's exactly how I felt when the time came for me. So Sweet. good on you. and. Yeah, uh, it is weird how in our younger years we fear these things or think that we're not ready. But when we do cross, when we do cross those thresholds. Uh, I, I wouldn't go back. I don't regret. I don't regret uh, for a second. I, I regret not doing it sooner. Actually, yeah. But so good for you, man. Congratulations, Creasy Bear. I hope Biden makes it until at least the alien attack, just so he can plagiarize the Independence Day Bill Pullman present speech <laughs> when he addresses the nation. Yeah, the memes will be good. <laughs> Josh and Jesus Blonde, I heard that a certain friend of ours book is dropping real soon. Also, you still rock. Mm. Matt, I still want to see you put a random person in public and time out. It'll be great <laughs> vlog material. Whose book is dropping soon? Is it Britney's? I don't know. So shitty. The point is that would be morally wrong for me to arrest a guy on the street and put him in a timeout, though. These are the deep philosophical spanking conversations you got to tune in on Wednesday to get clued in on. Nobody listened to that show. <laughs> Uh, Bree, the Pfizer vaccine was proved to be safe and produce antibodies by this time last year. The FDA took nine months to approve it. The FDA killed 500,000 people. Pfizer is the hero and government is the villain. I don't like anything about this. Well, to the point that's that she's making too. Biden or uh, not, not Biden, the, the Detroit Free Press author characterized the government as the hero. The government paid for all these vaccines. Is that even true? Who? I'm sure there was some we, government we paid investment. For them, I'm sure. Or how much private money was put into it? Like who paid the, the majority of the development costs? I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I don't know. Bill Gates. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know, Bree. I mean, I don't grant the premise that the vaccine is saving lives. Uh, well, I think, I think in general, it is, I, I believe the science that says in general, it is, uh, helpful in, in reducing, uh, reducing your symptoms and stopping transmission and that sort of thing. Is it pre saving lives is a very strange way to phrase it. Are those people who would die, but for the vaccine? Well, I don't believe yeah. the, the the death toll of coronavirus either. So I don't really know how to quantify if it's saving lives that the people they said were killed by coronavirus were in fact killed by other things. What well, I can say, know? and it's difficult to say, it's difficult to, to say that it's causal, but just the correlation of the data too, as the vaccine has been rolled out, deaths and cases have declined. And that could be a due to a variety of factors. I'm not saying it's the vaccine that, explains that uniquely but that is something that would have to be acknowledged but it goes back to the question that you just brought up which is 
to what degree do I trust the data on those things anyway? I, the 500,000 death things, uh, death statistic, that doesn't mean a lot to me because that's not 500,000 deaths that coronavirus caused. That's 500,000 people who died with coronavirus. And that's not me uh, inferring or guessing that that was the case. That is the explicit methodology explained mm-hmm. by Dr. Burks and other members of the federal government. Yeah, I just, I would have no idea this was going on if people weren't constantly telling me we were in the midst of a pandemic. You do have to be I reminded just, an awful lot. I just don't, I don't believe this. I just, yeah. I just don't believe it. Uh, Rot says, my reasonable effort to get vaccinated will match some people's reasonable effort to get IDs for the oppressive voter ID laws. That is a good way to approach Don't it. hold your breath though. Um, YouTube name says there's zero chance it's Kamala running the show. She's not some Machiavellian supervillain. She was always clearly the willing to play ball midwit candidate for whoever is running the show. That is true. She, I've said it before and I'll say it again. They picked her because she's, uh, the, the right mixture of different races. She's a woman and she's morally unscrupulous. That's the only, (laughs) she's not this mastermind. All the boxes Uh, checked. Booty 56. Just an FYI, you can print high cap mags also. Springs take three to four weeks to get the states to get to the states. All other parts are 3D. Yeah, I've never handled a 3D printed AR mag or Glock mag or anything like that, but I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be nearly as durable as the real thing if you had the few metal parts that you need. I see you Mortimer Duke in the live chat. He just said, um, Stop mealy mouthing. How many deaths do you think are of COVID? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to answer have, that question. I have no idea. Yeah, how many I, were caused uniquely by it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have that number, but I would like some more. I would like stricter methodology in qualifying it. So it's not people dying of motorcycle crashes or yeah. other insanity. People dying with coronavirus. Uh, that's the thing. They've made this ex- extracting this information impossible from their data set because of the way they've they've qualified yeah. this. They don't do this for any other disease. They don't do this for flu. Well, you also have to ask the question, how many people do you believe died of the flu this year? Is it really zero effectively or no, it's probably about 50,000 or 60,000 like it normally is. That's a pretty bad flu season, though, isn't it? From what I understand, about 50,000 is kind of average but I don't follow the numbers super closely. I bet it's three to 5% of what they're saying. The, the COVID deaths. Uh, yeah, could be. Um, Bethany W another reminder, new England meetup on March 27th in Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, email Bethany in Maine for more info or join the new England beauty and the beta server. It's going to be good. Good luck with the uh, meetup and send us picture. Um, Michael Patrick Biden said that the primary symptom of the Rona is the inability to abuse power. Therefore, all consolidation of power, commerce and information are nothing but good news for us peasants. We mm. are peasants. Yeah, I guess so. President Meg Tama. Not much to say this week, except I'm making digital blackface my new life's work. That sounds like a good use of your time. I, I love this digital blackface thing. I think it's hilarious. Is this what is this with reference to the Oprah memes? Is mm-hmm. that? If you share an Oprah meme, you are committing digital blackface. Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Where so I, can't... I actually have done digital brownface before. So yes, entering this weird phase where you can't you can't depict black people. Yeah. Like, were the Oprah memes actually racist in any way? I've not seen any that were like jokes about Oprah's race or anything. They were jokes about the reaction. Does but it I've matter? not. 
how is sharing a picture of Oprah against the rules? Can I not share a depiction, not even a depiction, an actual photograph of a black person anymore? No, that's where it's going. We have to delete them off the Internet. Irish Nat, hoping everyone in Colorado on March 20th gets together in their backyard for a cookout or barbecue just despite our useless governor issuing a meat out. I'll be eating meat for all three meals that day. I didn't even hear this. He's saying don't eat meat or what? Will you Google this? Uh, Polish proclamation on meat out day has been a boon for beef. Oh, so it had the exact opposite effect. This according to coloradopolitics.com. Governor Jared Polis's proclamation to declare, quote, meat out day may have done more for the cattle and beef markets than he intended. March 20th is now being referred to as Meat Producers Appreciation Day or some variation of that in at least 25 counties. Polis had signed a proclamation last month declaring the meat out day tied to the tied to an annual event by the farm animal rights movement started in 1985. Hmm. So he said you should could devote this day to removing animal products from your diet because that's beneficial for a bunch of ways. So, yeah, just don't eat meat or consume animal products for the day was the idea. But now everyone's saying, give me two hamburgers instead. Isn't he a flagrant homosexual? I, I do not know. Is he gay? I, I don't know. I think so. Um, Ryan Haas says, hey, you guys, thanks for the Sandy Safe Space. Hope you both have a great week. You too. Is he gay? Yes, he is. Openly. Super gay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christoph Harper. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know the. Um, never mind. We'll just leave that. Where one. I was going with that? Yeah. Um. Just you know the the meat eating thing. Oh, there was a joke there. There was a. There could have been. I didn't even think about that oh. angle. I was just thinking about emasculated men with their with their non iron consumption. I thought it was um, something like, uh, you know, like he's ever gone a day without eating meat. No, oh, I wish I would have said. That. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Christoph Harper, Joseph Biden, Joseph Stalin, hero of the October Revolution, hero of the November Revolution, had to explain my joke. Oh, okay. Okay, so my mom says, the Novavax is what everyone should wait for. It is proteins only that are derived from moth cells, no embryos, no DNA or RNA. But I'm sure the next thing is going to be, but don't take any vaccine. Well, that was the other complication is they, some of the vaccines were developed with fetal tissue that was supposedly decades old or something like that. But even the Catholic church had come out and said, that's fine. Take the vaccine, which was kind of odd, but okay. Oh, she said that was dad. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Clarification. Thank you. Grandma blonde would never say that. Um, Let's see. Jay Stewart says UK cop kidnapped and killed a woman. Politicians, I will be adding an amendment to a bill later to force a 6 p.m. curfew on all males. Yeah, they did do that. Oh, this is the story. Okay. I heard about the curfew thing. Um, Alex Lawson, greetings from the great state of Florida where our schools have been open since August. Kids can play sports just like just like the pro. And here in Tampa, all we do is win titles. Thanks, Ron. Champa Bay. Yeah, remember a few weeks ago we were watching CNN patrol around the super bowl saying there's going to be a massive spike it's going to be so dangerous i can't believe this nothing happened yeah nothing at all eric nervick arrived in la several days ago and learned that due to california's fortified democracy i can register to vote immediately without california oh id and sign petition to recall newsom before the deadline cheers hall well i guess you got to use the system they have in place i don't blame you on that one yeah gary christensen no relation um but why take a vaccine for something that has a 99% survival rate? I, I assume that one is you, mom. Yes, mom. 
I get your text. She likes having a direct line to the show. It, it makes her feel powerful, I think. We should hire her as the producer, yeah. Uh, she would sooner die than <laughs> than come on any show. Like, yeah. She, she will not do it. She's so, so introverted. Uh, Gary Christensen. I like to guess Blonde's 1984 quote tattoo. Either one wants not to be loved as much as to be understood or we shall meet in the place where there is no darkness stamped oh. on the lower back. No, it is not a lower back tattoo. It's right here. It's a little, it's just a hmm. um, thing smaller, just t- tiny tasteful. And no, no task tattoos are tasteful. I actually really regret it. Hmm. I'm probably going to get it lasered off. Um, Josh says was watching an old beauty in the beta show and saw you guys mentioning you had a handful of black viewers and didn't hear my name mentioned. You likely have more than you think. Also racism nowadays is what I call benevolent racism pushed by white libs. Very condescending. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. They know better than you and they're looking out for you. So do yeah. what they say. If I were a conservative black person, I would just walk around pissed off all the time. I'd just be <laughs> so mad. I mean, it would be so frustrating to get somewhere based on your merit and then everyone there your entire life to be like, did you did you get there because yeah. of affirmative action? It would be so frustrating. That is the other side of, of that that has to be considered. Yeah, man. Uh, Luke Gibson just heard from my brother who was serving in the Navy in the Pacific right now. There is at least one good man serving and I hate politics for smearing the calling by which he felt compelled yeah it's true the military is filled with great people and true patriots yeah um but you know this is not a good look i don't really know what to do about this how does the live chat know what my tattoo says didn't you just describe it uh no someone's been spying i know you you were correct though um stop the madness says is that the next one yeah. Been in the middle 20 years one it is against a uh, department of defense policy to publicly speak about politics second there are support roles that pregnant women can't perform but it does not in any way improve the overall fitness of the force yes yeah that, and that's the argument that's being made if you go listen to this master gunnery sergeant guy and some of the other tweets it's not just that it's not just a women's opportunity argument which at some level I'm I'm a little bit sympathetic to, as we discussed. It is an argument that it actually makes the force better, that it is overall superior specifically because of my diversity. That was the subheading in that news piece on the Defense Department's website. We're the strongest force in the world because of our diversity. So it's not just a, hey, here's a good way to provide opportunity. It's this is how we build the strongest military possible. Come on. What? Really? Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. Josh. Also, I'm not watching live. So my last chat, my last comment seems random, but usually catch the show on Monday. I just wanted to say something of substance. Anyways, keep it up and looking forward to watching it tomorrow. I don't. Oh, Josh. Josh said the. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, man. Oh. Appreciate it. Um, thank you. Uh, Laurel says, Okay, I'm doing this as a super chat. My mother served in the Navy while pregnant. She'll be the mm. first to tell you she had severe pregnancy exhaustion and pregnant women don't belong in combat. All right. We should, uh, if she watches the show, maybe we can contact her. About an actual military pregnancy? Yeah. I, I wonder don't know. what that was like. I'm sure it was miserable. <laughs> I can't imagine it was very fun. 
JL, my stepsister got pregnant while overseas on deployment. They sent her home immediately. This was in December. Seems contradictory. That's true. Yeah. That is what uh, military women often do. Deliberately get pregnant so that they can get out of a deployment. Hmm. Jonathan Herbert, my only issue with women in the military is PT requirements not being congruent for men and women. You're only as strong as your weakest link and lower standards can get a lot of people killed. That's true. Why don't they just up the PT requirement for everybody and not make it a point-based system? I, I, I don't, don't understand. I don't know. And I don't know. I, I don't know the history of the PT requirements. So I don't know if they've reduced for men also. I know the army has this new gender neutral test, but how does that compare to the tests that were in prior? I, I don't know the answer to that, but, uh, but yeah, uh, there's no doubt that, that the minds that are in power right now seem to be thinking of ways to get the, as always get the desired outcome over the most effective, efficient, right. Uh, force possible. Knuckle hunky buck says picture any scene from saving private Ryan played entirely by pregnant women. It's hilarious and terrifying. Hilarifying. That's fact. a good term. I like hilarifying. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, as, as long as maybe we're thinking about this wrong, maybe you use their giant pregnant bellies as uh, I would say human shields, but those aren't human, right? Those are clump of cell shields. Yeah, clump of so cell if we can just figure out a way to make shields out of their giant pregnant bellies, we get the female maternity representation without actually risking any life. Right. That would be, that would be, I've really fi I've figured out the solution. They should hire me as a master gunnery sergeant in the Marine Corps. I am ready and willing to serve. At least this is consistent with their views on abortion. Yeah, I guess, I guess I would, I would question or ask why do they even need special accommodation then though? I guess they, maybe they would say yeah. the special accommodation is warranted only insofar as the woman wants that pregnancy. <laughs> That's it. If she doesn't want the pregnancy, then no, not necessary. I, I don't know. I'm trying so to put absurd. my mind into their heads. Esoterica Unbound. Senior enlisted advisors at high level commands typically act in the same role as what were called political commissars in the Soviet military. They keep the troops in line with the party doctrine. It sounds like that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Tyler. Chinese uh, chief of general staff on Zoom called to his generals to quote Sun Tzu, when your enemy is in the process of destroying himself, stay out of the way. Yeah, it seems like the Chinese are plenty happy to do that right now. Eric K. We already know the armed forces will follow orders without question. They confiscate legal arms uh, of people during the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. I'm, I'm not super familiar with this. Yeah, I don't know that story, but I should look into it. Um, Seagram's gin China asked Canada to officially come over and do winter weather drills. Canada military said no. And Trudeau was not happy and told him to apologize <laughs> very politely. Sorry about that is how they'd Sorry. pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric also said, if you want second amendment news, good or bad, do a search for guns and gadgets on YouTube. It's a great channel for information regardless of state. Oh yeah. I've seen that channel before. It is good. Yeah. Good info. Um, knuckle hunky buck. Uh, they're trying to close the second amendment loophole. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is where we're at. That's the amendment itself is a loophole. We got to get around it or close it rather. Yeah. Media malpractice. Hi blonde. I heard you say you're a fan of true crime. Check out my documentary on Rodney Reed. Spoiler alert. He's guilty. Media malpractice. Okay. I'll watch mm. it tonight. Thank I'm you. I'm always looking for new true crime. Aggie jet pilot. No, no. Thank you, sir. Billy Magata. Magata. Right. Um, while I was in the military, they spent boatloads of cash to make body armor specifically by women for women instead of just making better armor My for God. everyone. 
Uh, that's crazy. We're doing this. I guess this is happening, yeah. Andrew Kirkbride, my birthday is March 15th. I used to associate the day for the historical significance of the death of Caesar. Now I will never forget the day that was the clear beginning of the end of the USA. Sigh. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't, kind of. Don't associate that with your birthday, though. That that really happened with suffrage and then all the immigration. <laughs> That's true. It was well underway before coronavirus. Coronavirus was just a, a, an accelerator. So the, the kill shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Semperad Meliora, just for context, 517 people killed by incidents categorized as mass shootings in 2019. In 2017, there were over 47,000 suicides. Oh, my gosh. But sure, it's about guns, not mental health. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Um, let me reload this. I saw uh, character holding. Uh, oh, this was just a, I, I guess I shouldn't. Well. I'm not supposed to read this one, but I'm going to. Candace Owens is running in 2024. Uh, but I looked for, I just Googled for an for announcement. What? Presumably president or something, but I don't see any she announcement. She won't be old enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's not 35. Well, um, she won't be 35 in 2024 either. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that I guess uh, that is not an official Wait announcement a second. of any kind. Yes, she will. She's a year younger than me. I'm 33. So three years from now, yeah. she might just make the cut. Meadily says, uh, I feel bad for Harry if he hadn't shot himself in the foot. Dude's emasculated and it's all his fault. There's no amount of hot. <laughs> is this is this what? Uh, there's there's no amount of um, how about this? There's no amount of butt stuff or rusty trombones that would make it worth that kind of crazy. I don't know if Megan does rusty trombones, but uh, I'm out. Tuck Blask. Magnitude can make people can magnitude equals can make people do things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was asking what's the magnitude of her action and I'm thinking, yeah, in terms of what social benefit did it provide? He's saying she's, she means it in terms of what can she do to control people? And in that way, it was very effective. You're right. Jacko against my better judgment. And after some peer pressure, I got the vaccine hmm. due for the second one Thursday. So I'll let you know if I turn into a zombie, I take no responsibility for any face chomping. Come on, man. Come on. Just don't bite me. Don't bite on me. Disappointed Jacko. Uh, the geth says the jet, the geth. Um, I want the U S military to be as weak as possible because they will soon be turned inward against us as years go on. More of the country will look like D.C. Please put more fat women in the infantry. Hey, that's that's some silver lining. Yeah, I guess if you're going to come kick down my door, I want the weakest leg possible. Did you see that uh, video of the British chicks trying to chase down that guy after he was <laughs> violating <cops>. curfew? <laughs> yeah. so I watched it like five times. Equality. Yeah, and he, he just literally, pushes her and then runs away. <laughs> and he says, no, no. No, I'm not doing this. And he, oh, yeah. <laughs> he just runs away and they try to chase after him, waddle after him, but he escapes easily. Mm. Um, we are at we are at time. How are you feeling on time? I know we don't have that many left, so I, I can probably just finish these out. But uh, Sure, let's just finish them. Okay. Um, JK says, FDA did not approve the VAX. They were developed under the Emergency Authorization Act, which in a few words says, I think the risk is worth the, ben- the benefit. Yikes. No, it's been thoroughly tested just as thoroughly as any vaccine ever. There's nothing to be worried about at all. It's totally yep. normal. Right. Immediately says, I feel bad about the anal comment. I never want to associate something beautiful like anal. <laughs> with, with careful, something. careful, careful. Can I not read this? This one's. 
With something something like Meghan Markle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a spicy, spicy one. Real spicy. Kyle Petey says, uh, you guys watched the latest South Park special? Seems like South Park is starting to lean more and more to the left. I don't know. I couldn't get on board with uh, the first episode of the season, and I haven't watched since. I, yeah, I've never been a big South Park guy. It's not even for politics. I just never really been my style of humor which is weird to say people think i'm crazy i just find the presentation annoying i find the voices yeah. annoying i don't know i'm not a bit i'm just not into it um mark g great show keep up the good work i missed you maggie sorry uh, maggie ellis is not sure if somebody already said it but i recently learned that many kool-aid sippers in portland <laughs> Truly believe it's oh that wasn't racist okay never mind no actual like Jim Jones followers okay. <laughs> even though that was Flavorade little known historical fact Flavorade That's really yeah uh, believe it's Proud Boys right wingers who are doing the rioting they believe this they yeah. really do yeah, yeah I'm sure um last one is from Mister Gold Ember just making a suggestion to invest in Hedera Hashgraph it is blowing up right now also take a look at Project New Dawn info. Looks like the Fed shell company for U.S. crypto monetary system. Okay. Interesting. All right. I think we are about set. Let me uh, just double check Tippy stream. Yeah, it looks like we're good. Uh, and looks like we are good over on Trovo too. So we will so. call it a night. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us and uh, trying to keep us in touch with the facts when we... Uh, lose track of those things and try to maintain sincerity through all of it despite deciding whether or not we can read Meghan Markle anal jokes you know how it goes and that oh really boy. is me on telegram guys oh it that, is that, I need to get on telegram people are telling me but I still don't get it maybe one day what's your telegram you want to shout it out I think it's blonde beast but I don't really understand telegram but I did see that somebody made all of these stickers of my different facial expressions and I'm so flattered hmm well, there you go. Good to hear. Uh, if you would like more of the show to listen to, if you hadn't, if you haven't had enough, check out the uh, website, macrochinsandmedia.com. Got all the podcast platforms linked there. Plenty more to listen to through those. Uh, other than that, we will be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd. It's not Meet the Press. It is the Matt and Blonde Show. Have a uh, great night. Good timing because you froze. Oh, Zoom you froze is... too, like well, this. <laughs> good timing. All right, have a good night. Have a good night.